By the way, spoilers. I keep forgetting to do this. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Oh, shishi. Shishi. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Welcome to Twofold Podcast. I'm Phil. Guess who's the host this week? <laughs> it's me. It's Phil, uh, your favorite host, obviously, by a landslide. So we're back on track with the best show ever on this uh, podcast. With me is Tim, my cousin and co-host. Yes, I am. I agree. It's good to be here. Thank you. That's Phillips. great. I'm glad to hear that it's good to be here. And with me is my bro, my broski. My <laughs> Hello, I am uh, uh, Jacob, the Brewski. That's right, Jake. You are my brother, and uh, Tim is my brother. But I'm not, <laughs> not going to say mother. from. I didn't want to say that, but yep, Jim just had to put that in, I guess. And I think but, it's a funny, it's a funny thing. But hey, hey, welcome everybody to a new episode. This is episode six. Isn't that cool? We're already that's on episode six. Actually, really intriguing. Episode. Play six. the theme song. What a great team, Tom Plim. <laughs> I want to do that as well. Did you, wait, 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 wait. Did team you have a Tom stroke? Plim. I had a stroke. Uh, I had a, a word, oh, a a word jumble. Plum a tongue, a t- 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 what a great song. I it never gets old. Tim Plum Plim. <laughs> and uh, let's Play get this the out of the way. Again. Yo, everybody, how are you feeling today? How are you okay. feeling? How are these two weeks? Really okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, yeah. Since we were gone for two weeks, I mean, I know that whenever we upload something, people download it the first day. Uh, I think like that's up? kind of how it's been going. I'm trying to remember what, what happened. Um, judging by what Jacob uh, keeps sending us, you know, Tim and Jake, uh, we have a mutual messages. You know, like um, yeah, group chat, chat room. Yeah, group yeah, chat yeah. on you know on Apple products because we're <laughs> the Apple we're, product. On we're, Apple products. We're yeah. not the poor's. Uh, we're the rich. Hey, tomorrow is uh, iOS 13 <laughs> days, so that's oh, interesting. Wow. That's cool. And um, what we have is Tim <laughs> and Jake. <laughs> Tim and Jake. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get to the point. I'm trying to get to the point. Tim and Jake usually send some kind of stats on how our episode is doing, and mm. I'm really so happy and grateful to see. Oh, yeah, it's a business that it's voice. actually quite consistent, you know, quite That's consistent. True. The charts say that it's quite consistent. These the charts say you know, there are people listening. So, so hi That's people. The thing. Hi yeah. Hello, we, people. We don't see you, but we do see you in the numbers. It's and true. We you pop up in little little charts. Please come say hi to us somewhere. We'd love to talk to you. We yeah. love that. I think interaction with the audience probably would help it, and maybe you know, word of mouth and stuff would spread it out. But anyway, let's get to the point of this podcast. And the point is, what are you mm. drinking today? <laughs> uh, yes, I let's just get it out of the That's way. That's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Philip's in a train. <laughs> this train has no brakes. <laughs> this train has no brakes, baby. Well, who wants to go first? Because I don't really have super interesting beers today. I can start. I can start. Um, go for it. I, I have. I have gone. To Scotland. By the way, what is it? Why is it? What 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 do you think is the most used, or like what is the most uh, uh, like impression that people usually do, and why is it Sean Connery? <laughs> Probably because it's because like his voice is very easy to recognize. But it, I, it, like, isn't it like you ask, like you meet some people and you're like, oh, Jeffrey's here. He's really good at impressions. Go oh. do one, Jeffrey. <laughs> There's about 99% chance this is going to be Sean Connery. This is always. Do you expect me to talk? 
And you're like, yeah, no, I guess. Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Ha 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 ha. Oh, I don't know. Sean, how Sean Connery laughs. Anyway, uh, I went to Scotland. Me either, actually. For some classics. So I got some brew dogs today. Some brew dogs. Got some brew dogs. You're brew the man dogs. now, brew dog. <laughs> brew dogs in the house. Brew dogs are good. They're good. Solid. Yeah, that's like, I guess they're like so big, they're like mainstream now and some, I don't know. Yeah, but I still yeah. Like oh, yeah. Oh, what, what, what kind of food dogs you got there, buddy? They're very mainstream. I got a, I got a movie pun one. Ooh, Ooh. thematic. <laughs> uh, it's called uh, Clockwork Tangerine. Uh, Is it like a Clockwork Orange or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Citrus oh. Session IPA. Does it have like Clockwork Orange imagery in a, on it it's or a anything it's a dog my friend there's no Citrus imagery here it's just colors colors and text fpa api ipa um it's not what i expected to be it's it's a little bit more flatter and more like mm-hmm. like i don't know there's there's like a little weird aftertaste let me, let me have a sip again and let me yes, remind yes, myself yes uh-huh. uh-huh yeah there's like a like i don't even know what to it's like a savory aftertaste i don't know it's like eating stew i don't know <laughs> i don't know what else to okay say. that's a bit strange that's like it's, eating it's stew no it's not like eating stew it's like it's, it's a savory aftertaste i don't know i wouldn't expect it from a citrusy thing but whatever it's just pretty good it's orange 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 can i mean tangerine can whatever that's my i unfortunately that the can actually looks great by the way i mean i like brew dogs uh design yeah um it's very nice very nice don't they always don't they make also like um seasonal stuff? Is this be seasonal or no? Um I'm not sure. Dude, this was new in the shop. Like specials. They have specials and standards, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. the little shot baby thing that my brother bought. The little forty oh. percent alcohol one. Really? Remember that? No, I don't remember that one. You were there, Philip. You were there. I'm, you and I Jacob. might have been there. I might have been in there, Serbia, but I don't remember your forty percent. Yes. Well, you weren't there? Oh my! I, that might have been the first night you guys didn't arrive yet. Ah, oh, yeah, well, there you go. Remember, trying you brought beers. some beers, but I don't remember Stan bringing beers. Oh, I guess we tried <laughs> all the first night. Yeah, yeah, there's like a little, he brought, it's like a tiny little bottle. I'll send you the picture of it, me holding mm. it, because it was like, oh, this is for Agatha, you know, my daughter being born, so we have to drink Maybe this. Maybe the, like, the, our good dear listeners can also see this bottle. Yeah, yes, if, you, yes. if you are at all interested in these strange drinks that we drink, Please. True. You know, I was thinking, guys, we need to do. I'm not episode. super duper into it, but you know, I'm here because I love these guys. They, <laughs> they give me they give me great beer tips. We, we need to do okay. Go ahead. And speaking of which, I have something different today. I have. Okay. I do not have a beer. I have a alcoholic cocktail. <laughs> there you go. An alcoholic cocktail. It's called Blue Lagoon, and it tastes like ananas. <laughs> Blue Lagoon. Ananas. Did you ever have Blue Lagoon, like, a fish made? No, no never, never. I never good. even tried it. I know, that was my I'm first not... cocktail. Here's story time. Story time. Long, long, okay. long time ago. Okay. <laughs> so, so back, back when I was, like, 18, and, and my wife now, she was my girlfriend, but she was 17. I think it was like that. I think we had our one year anniversary. Ah, she's not here to, to correct me, but I think it was that. And then we used to live in a village, like a tiny 7,000 people village. And so we went on a special date. We went to Novi Sad, the city oh, next to us. We took city. a bus. And I think we went to a Chinese restaurant, which was 
which was funny because we were kids and we didn't know how to order stuff and everything, but we went to a Chinese restaurant. Oh. And, uh, and we ate it. It was good. And then we went to a bar for some drinks. And I had Blue Lagoon. <laughs> Blue Lagoon. And it was so much ice and alcohol. It was like, ooh. And it was in the middle of the winter, by the way. So this icy cold, bluey liquid. Yeah, I still remember that. Today. It's not what, a really, it really like, interesting though? story, but <laughs> as like I realized. Up. <laughs> a lot of build up. And I thought there was something in the end of it, but I don't remember. What did it taste like, though? That's the big question that everyone's like summery about. drink. I, th- I don't know what it's made out of. Like, like I guess pineapple, like fruity. Mm-hmm. Ananas. Oops, sorry. Ananas. So ananas. How's, how's the blue right. going in the bottle? Yeah, it tastes fine. It tastes like ananas. Which is? But it's blue and it's nice. Pineapple. It's pineapple, of course. All you educated people would know. <gasps> well, no. Who lives All in? All right, so okay, um, not just... So, like, what I before we start, I just wanted to mention. Who lives in a box and smells be, of alcohol? <laughs> well, my turn. Okay. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say that next episode we should drink gin and tonics. Do you guys like gin and tonics? No, I'm not a really tonic kind of. But do you, do you know there's a new trend? Tonics. There's new trend. I've never you should, tried you should, it. You should try this, Jacob. Um, okay. It's uh, tonic espresso. Ooh, that sounds awesome. So, so you just they give you like in a glass, they give you tonic water, and then. They pour in a shot of coffee. It's actually, and then put some ice in there. And I'm not a tonic kind of guy, but that tasted pretty good. That's so look awesome. that up in your local that. hipster brew bars. We have a new coffee machine at work. Never rub it, another man's the, brew barb. It's the <laughs> coffee machine touched. where you have to make your own espresso with a little handle, and you, you grind it up and you you put it in and you espresso? tap it and yeah, like you know, like, like Italian through the espresso. But I press the double shot. I like double. Not you like single. the double. You want the heart to go. And then TikTok. I make the milk, you know, with the... Oh, because you have your meal, milk. And you ruin latte, a good coffee. Latte. You your bum. You, you are the bum. I, I like drink the, the coffee. <laughs> I drink <laughs> okay. the coffee. The brown coffee. <laughs> drink the coffee. And yeah, but I want to say that I like tonics. Like I liked um, you know, Schweppes tonic water for years. And when you combine it with gin, it's it's fun. Alcohol. Uh, listen, so, so, so that's is that your choice? Well, is that your choice? So, like in a bar, and you go for a cocktail, you go for gin and tonic. I don't know what I go for. Just <laughs> you whatever. don't really go. Okay, I, see. I don't have a standard. Yeah, I'm usually things. Captain Morgan with Coke. That's like the oh, like Coca Cola. Yeah, because like Coke right. is like sugary and gets okay. you up and Captain All right. goes nice with it. Cool. So my <laughs> beer great. is just a local. It's fantastic. It's Wait, let a man Fifth. talk about his beer. Okay, okay, <laughs> it's okay. It's not interesting. Local beer called Fifth Element Beer. It says <gasps> Another movie a- theme beer. Wait, but but oh, no, wait, Jacob, wait, 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 wait. The movie? What, 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 what? The movie? There's a movie called Blue Lagoon, by the way. <gasps> so it's Blue Lagoon film, Fifth Element film. And yours exactly. is a movie-related one. Hey, it's yours a fun, vaguely it's a, movie-related <laughs> <laughs> Clockwork Tangerine is the sequel. Clockwork Tangerine. Yeah, mine's an Imperial India Pale Ale. It tastes like a pretty pretty decent, pretty decent pale ale. That's, that's my story. We're full of uh, incidents, not incident, coincidences. Coincidences, Man. yes. Phil, so we will find um, out what that's your coincidences great. So, are today. Well, my coincidences today are fantastic. I'm very proud of myself for for making these these uh, these re- relations between films that uh, you wouldn't know anything about. But anyway, um, so since we have finished our our beer talk, we can play the intro again. <gasps> metal yeah. to the pedal. I mean, pedal, pedal to the metal. 
metal to the pedal indeed um so welcome everybody i mean I, before i wanted to, i wanted to mention one thing before we started and i mm-hmm. would love to suggest this and you know like we always talk about certain things that are happening in in movies or entertainment which mm-hmm. is always kind of it's kind of fun it's kind of fun to do we don't do it a lot because we just plain forget or don't even look at that so i don't even know what's going on and even if i did throughout the two weeks i would forget and i didn't write it down mm-hmm. so maybe <laughs> maybe we can try that next no, i don't even know where i'm going with this well, what anyway, do you want to say what did you want to say you want to talk I about i just wanted to news? say that it, yeah just just talking about some other things that are going on you know like something that would be interesting or something that is interesting to talk about for a little bit that's not necessarily like, oh, this person's been cast in this film, but it's like uh-huh. just something... But it has, that little... has to be movie-related? I mean, entertainment-related. It doesn't even have to be movie-related, to be honest, I think. I think everybody knows mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Anyway, never mind. Oh, just like, it's, it's just neither current, here current nor there. events? Current events? Yeah, maybe. Maybe something yeah. like that. I, I guess nice we usually, yeah, yeah, we usually pop those in the chat so maybe we could save them for... Mm-hmm. For conversation, I guess. Would be nice. I, I wouldn't mind doing that. I think that's a little... Gives more variety to this show. I have a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. Dear listener, what are your current events that you're reading about? Oh, yeah. You current your current... What's your, what's your drink in the club? Yeah. What are you <laughs> when you're, when club? you're dancing. When you're dancing. The sweat away. Is it a... Saturday blue night. The blue lagoon. That's like to say it every time you say it. You can't say <laughs> blue lagoon. He's like, I want a blue lagoon. Plava Laguna. Remember that from Fifth right. Element? I do. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, Diva More Plava Laguna. Exactly. Wow. Crazy, crazy. So, so anyway, guys, it's September. <sighs> and because it's September, we, again, do not have an amazing list of movies that any of us can be interested in maybe As, watching. Well, I, uh, well, I mean, okay. Tim probably does, but I mean, I, <laughs> and look, because of the constraints of uh, country differences between releases, there's also a big disconnect. So movies that will come out in the States probably won't come out in Croatia, True. where me and Jake are mm-hmm. living, or Slovakia, where Tim's living. So there will never be a sync line. But when we find one, we have to take advantage of it because otherwise we won't have a movie to we talk to about next shot, time. You know? True. But there's so many movies shot. coming out still this year that I send you guys. Well, of look. course, of course, of course. But I'm Walking just saying that right now, right now we're kind of Mouth in a lull. <laughs> we're kind of in a lull. We're kind of in a, in a little, like, who knows Boat. what we're going to, you know, we're going to bring up. And so I had no Mark. other choice. I literally had like, what, are th- what, what else did we have to watch uh to make this podcast happen this this these two weeks hmm. it's a great what question. are you saying what 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 did you I'm say i'm saying so? what are our what what selections do we have oh like current? what are the other choices right yeah apart from the one that phil picked yeah apart yeah. well i can check i mean i don't think there is a lot i know that we can make exceptions by finding something that's been in theaters for a couple of months couple of weeks <laughs> which yeah well we can netflix it but it wasn't even nothing on netflix at the moment uh right now sorry I was and um away because of some scheduling Flexnet? well because of Flexnet. some scheduling we uh just decided to i honestly i just picked something and i thought okay let's just watch this you know we have anna no choice anna from uh green from, gables from fifth element man his movie mm-hmm. what's his face frenchman Pedophile. Oh, yeah, what yeah, is yeah, his yeah. name? No, he's not. He is not a pet. He is. I don't think so. Oh, well, look. Okay, like, you know, he's not a pedo, but I think he's like he dated like really young girls and stuff. Um, okay, maybe we got a. Why these translated? 
Yeah, we don't have a lot of movies, <laughs> to be honest. There you go. See what I mean? See what I mean? So anyway. Well, no, no, no. Um, wait, 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 wait. Angry Birds 2. Uh, <laughs> I love the silence. R- Rambo. Oh, yeah, Rambo uh, came No, out that's coming out later in our in our country oh. here. So. <laughs> Toy Story 4 for some reason. <laughs> oh, you guys yeah, watched that's really Once Upon relevant. a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, I thought that it was, was pretty good, good too. All right, no, no, we don't have a lot of. Them. I was just joking around. Yeah. I was just joking around. So, what's the movie you picked, Philip? Oh yeah. yeah, by the way, Luke Besson. I just remembered that's his name. Luke Besson. I don't know if allegedly. I don't know. Luke there, Besson. Some, some... Ha ha ha. So, because I had nothing left, and because this was the only movie that was showing that was relatively new, and Tim could watch it at the same time, it is called The Goldfinch. <gasps> dum dum dum. It is a. It was a. Film directed by <laughs> by, blah, 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 blah. by John Crowley. So I don't know if that yes, means and, anything and, to and, you. And yes, it does mean something to to me. Uh, I watched a film by, of his called. Uh, wow. Jacob. How do you say? How would you write that down, Jacob? How would you write that down? Like a like a half an A. Yeah, and then it's called Brooklyn. Dots. So. <laughs> I remember. Okay. <laughs> you remember or did you look at it? <laughs> I actually remember. You, While you I was looking it up on Wikipedia, I remembered before I scrolled. Um, yeah, it's called Brooklyn and it's with a, a, a great actress. I keep forgetting how we pronounce her name. Sharsha, Shara, Ronan. Guys, Sersha. Sersha, you. thank you. <laughs> Hans Collard. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Heathen Listen. mystic peasant. It's hard. Look, Tim, you wouldn't have known unless she told you how to pronounce it. She I did on the interview. interview. She's like, I did. I Sersha. did. You know where I know from? But I forgot. From the, 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 that animated movie, the Irish one with, um, with the little seal. The little oh, girl's yeah. name is It's directed by Toon, uh, by, um, Toon Cartoon Saloon. I think those are the guys who make those. They're very good. They're well, Irish. A movie I wish Very good Irish about. animation studio. Is a movie she was in called Lady Bird, which is one of my favorite films probably. I love that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I just realized that she was in a movie called Hannah, where she plays like this super spy that's activated. Yeah. But anyone, go and say, Phil, sorry to, to steal your thunder, but Brooklyn is a film I watched. We watched me and Paula, and I have to say, it's 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 a very it's a very decent film. I liked it. Okay, Brooklyn. Um, John Crowley is Irish, and he directed this film. And this film is actually, I just found out that it's um, based on a novel. I just found based out on a novel Book by Donna Tart, and um, I honestly I think this was the first time in a long time where I actually went to see a film where I didn't know anything about it. Hmm. That's true. I just looked at the little went in cold. on Letterboxd, and that's about it. Yeah, I just I just saw the poster once again. That's all I knew. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. It was a boy flying. Yes, I thought it was Darkness. going to be different. But the only, um, the one thing that I would be <laughs> yeah. interested in, or that I think Tim was interested in, is that it's uh, cinematographed by uh, my boy, my boy, the, the legendary Deacons. Roger Deakins, Robbie Deakins, Deakie, my boy. So, what did you think of this film? Who and what is it first? about? Oh, do I have to mention what okay, it's about? Okay. I think yeah, I should yeah, mention what it's about. You, you should, okay, so here, here's a little tip. For, yeah, you you say you say what the what the movie's about, and when you ask a question like that to the room, pick one of our names because it's going to be <laughs> silent. Right, right. Be, okay, just pick All whoever, right. and we'll no the problem. Other one will no problem. Later. Okay, Good. because Great. usually we tell each other that we should probably write down a synopsis that we can say in one minute, so we can just get that out of the way. By the mm-hmm. way, spoilers. I keep forgetting to do this. Spoilers, oh, yeah, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, and I didn't do that because I forgot. Plain old forgot, but I'll try anyway. So. 
An explosion happens in the museum. A child lost his mother in that explosion, but he uh, takes a painting from that museum for himself and then gets introduced to a family of rich people who, uh, one of them is played by Nicole Kidman, and they take him in, but then his deadbeat dad shows up takes him to Vegas. Uh, he still has that uh, painting. The painting is being wanted and looked for by, or no, actually it's a supposed um, uh, lost in the explosion, but he still has it. He meets a lot of different people um, and a lot of stories happen. And uh, when he's an adult, he works with uh, the guy from Casino Royale, who's an FBI agent. But in this movie, he's a you carpenter. the guy from Westworld? Or the guy from Westworld that I didn't see. And I, apparently he's in it too. And... Um, uh, eventually he has to, uh, clear his name because that, uh, painting has been stolen from him by whom? By his friend that he met as a child. And <laughs> that's right. Boris the Goth. <laughs> Boris the Goth. And, um, well, uh, eventually what happens is that he has to, um, make amends right because, uh, this was his one source of comfort. Uh, for because it reminds him of his mother who died in that same event, and that's uh, that's about it. He has to try to get that painting back because uh, it's being used for um, like a drug deal sort of um, collateral, and uh, the authorities are trying to find out about that painting too. So everything revolves around the painting, and it's the goldfinch. It's his bird, and it's from the like 1639. It's, it's like. It's from a famous artist that I should remember, but I don't. The famous artist. From the 1600s. Gotemo del Toro. No, it's and, Carl Fabritius. And that's pretty Fabritius. much it. It's a drama. From the Dutchman. It's, it's dramatic. It's about a boy's life, and he turns into an adult, and he has a lot of different um, drugs. A lot of different complications. He has a lot of drugs that goes on. So, there we go. So, Jake, <laughs> what did you think? Wow. Mm. Thank you. I was hoping you'd ask me because I was thinking about what I was going to say things I liked about the movie, enjoyed, were the tone, the feel, and the performances. Things I didn't like the about performances, the movie... The performances, huh? Yes, the performances. Things I didn't like about the film were the length and the fact <laughs> that it was uh, basically four films in one movie. Maybe even five. I in think a, it was more movies. than four, I think. I don't know. Yeah. And that, that's my, uh, my verdict. Mm. Tim? Um, so, you know, like you said... You, you went to see the movie without knowing what it is. And mm -hmm. we talked about this before, that it can be a blessing. But sometimes it can be opposite <laughs> of a blessing. Because <laughs> uh, the... So it starts off, we're like, nice, you got some deacons in there, you got some cool music, yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, what's happening? You don't know where mm -hmm, the story's mm -hmm. going, right? And, and and then your mind starts to, 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 to figure predict, out... Predict, or know, like, yeah, yeah you're, you start, you're starting to, to predict. To look forward to things that might happen. Yeah, you're, you're trying to, yeah, maybe figure out the plot or what's going to happen. And, um, you know, like, the first part, like, feels like... You said that it's based on a novel, and it actually felt like reading a novel, for like Harry Potter or something like that. The books, what I, you know, we read when I was a kid. You lose your parents and you're thrust into this unknownness, you know. He goes right. to this family. And the entire first, like act of the movie i thought it was a very different kind of movie than what it was because mm -hmm. he's like there's like these connections there's like there's the old west world slash casino royale man and he saw he he was connected to this man who died and then the man gave him the painting and then they're always talking about like the painting and then there's this old lady 
this, this Nicole Kidman with the piercing blue eyes always looking at her. That's while, right. That's while, right. While, while at the, at the rich house place. And she's like, oh, antiques. And like, oh, I know of the old man. I know of the place. And I kept thinking there's like a conspiracy going on, like something more sinister is going on. Like mm-hmm. all three of those guys were like conspiring and they blew up the museum because they wanted to steal the painting but this little kid got in the way because if something went wrong and now he has the painting and now i thought it's going to be like this thriller that they're going to try to yeah. get the painting from the little kid because she's always looking at him and they're like oh go here go there and he's like there's all these Absolutely. adults and then no he goes <laughs> he, then all of a sudden it stops and i'm like where's this going he goes to to, to uh what, what is it nevada to take drugs with yes. the kid from stranger well, things I, 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 and i'm I like say, yeah yeah well, I'm like, what's happening? With, with his, with his Russian accent. I'm like, what, what? I mean, like, I understand them. Like, what are you going to do in the middle of the desert? Like, you either turn into, like, some crazy religious fanatism or, or, you, or you go to sub- <laughs> substance abuse, <laughs> which they did, obviously. What else are you going to do? Yeah, but yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's gone. And then I was like, okay, let's just, I guess, watch the movie. And what I got, I, I kind of fell flat to me by the end, unfortunately. My imagination got the better of me. For me, the whole beginning, opening, it's not an opening act, but sort of the first sort of sequence of the movie, I really was convinced that the flashbacks to him as a kid were going to be just the introduction of like, what's the background yeah, me too, me of too. the movie? And then we cut That's back what it to felt the like. Casino Royale Hotel in Amsterdam. And it's like, you know, because of the synopsis, I also had a little bit of a bias. It said, you know, he turns to a life of crime or something like that. Oh, you read and the thought, synopsis? No, not synopsis, a little blurb, you know, like a little tagline, okay. quasi. Yeah, yeah. You know, the little thing to sort of get you to watch the movie. And that's what I thought. I thought it would be him in the future as an adult, uh, you know, dealing with this world of crime and guilt and all this stuff. Jacob can't um, wait for the crime. He wants more crime. <laughs> <laughs> just, he just wants all the criminal. He's ready the for the crime. Like it's it's the crime. The synopsis. I know, I know, I know. Stop with okay, the drugs, well, kids. Shoot someone. Listen, so, I, <laughs> I wanted to go with you guys through, what, like I said, I really do believe this movie has four or five potential films in there. At um, least. And I wanted to go through with them with you guys to see what they all are. Maybe for our listener, too, to, to see. You know, what there all is. right. Well, first of all, let me explain what I felt because you did not. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, you're the host. You can allow yourself. Yeah. You know, so I, I was. I was. So when we went into the theater, there was maybe one couple that was like all the way up in the back. <laughs> Same thing here. I was the only one with a couple <laughs> in the back, which I think <laughs> I really had, wanted had, to make out or have sex Phil, or something. Did we have but a I couple? I think them. we had no. We had a solo guy and we had an older woman. Well, maybe oh, they were okay. a couple. They were just meeting and they you throw their plants. You know, blind date. Yep. Um, and like well, rows across. anyway, um, in these seats, we have wonderful, rich, beautiful seats that don't fold up. They're just nice and wide. You know, they're like almost like couches, like recliners. They don't recline. And then there's these love seats, right? And yeah. I'm like, hey, no one's here. I will Premium just lie down on this love seat. And <laughs> claim the love seat. <laughs> yeah, just, I just Did lie down it? having it. I loved it. it. It was, it was a very comfortable time. But then as the movie progressed, um, I, of course, was... I was um, enthusiastic about seeing where this is going to go. I was ready. I saw the beginning of the film. It's an explosion. It's, but you don't know it's an explosion, so it keeps it mysterious. And I'm like, okay, okay, let's see where this yarn will go. How yeah. will it string me to a point, to a, uh, to a conclusion, and to, so I can follow what's going on in this journey? It just strung me along to five different places, and then I just lost interest like very... <laughs> 
very early on, and I was interesting. I was trying. Did you guys lose interest or no? Well, you you lost interest. I mean, I mean, Phil, but Tim. I mean, it's not like I was like, oh, this is boring. Let's stop. But at certain points, I was just thinking, please, um, I need to pee. Just tell me what's going on. I, I need, I need a hook. Where's my hook? I want to get back into the story. I want to get back into the momentum. There is no momentum because there's five different stories. Uh, I, I think I, I didn't like completely lose it. I, I, I followed through. I didn't fall asleep or start, you know, playing on the phone. Uh, but I mean, I didn't do that either. I keep my phone on. Hey, I, th- I think I keep I my phone, the- on, phone on airplane mode, guys. Ooh. That's what I do. You're a good boy. Uh, I, I, I watched the movie. Unless and, he and gets I, an emergency I, call and can't get through. No, I think airplane mode you can get through on emergency. Oh, really? But wait, no. I guess the nine one one would have to call you. But I'm thinking because it turns off the cellular. And yeah, why would you go? Why don't you just go do not disturb? Because do not then disturb. you have exactly. That's what on, I know. People I in your know. favorites just, can call you then. Exactly. Which is my wife. No one else. No, no, one favorite. Right. No one else. Really? I have no. Favorites. Yeah, because if you're on do not disturb, your favorites can still reach you. What if I want to reach Tim? What then? Huh? Yeah, tough luck, man. <sighs> You'll die on some curb if I'm bleeding well, out. I know who. <laughs> Is not going to be in the podcast next episode. Oh. <laughs> By the way, I have it scheduled <laughs> after 11 and until 7. No me one too. can reach uh, me. Mine's 11 to 8. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's just like peace, right. peace and nice. quiet. That's um, very good. That's actually has, cool. Phil has scheduled airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. 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 My, so what I was saying. My idea yeah, might go, be go on. not go so on. good. Uh, is that, yes, it's similar. That I followed through the whole movie, but definitely kind of, started to lose interest and in, in character and stories and when it finished it was like i guess you know what i mean it, it didn't yes that's how i felt yeah too. that's it you know that's where it led up that this is it kind of i thing. think i followed the movie very very closely and i wouldn't say it was not you know intriguing overall but the thing was really that you know after a certain threshold there were so many potential uh, storylines or <laughs> yeah yeah or, or potential films in there that uh you know and there was no sort of th- real thread you know throughout the whole movie um i guess end, it's it, what is it, it it's like life is bad to boy boy turns bad kind but of but it's not even that bad that's no. the other thing right it's he's not even that terrible Okay, it's yeah. not like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's bad. His mother dies, obviously, when he's young, while his father left him, who's a deadbeat. It's it's pretty bad. It's not, you know. Of course. And he doesn't do that well, Can much we go through things. the things? It's just like a mm-hmm. different thing. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, go, so Jake. Lead us, Jake. Lead us, Jake. Yes, so your journey. we, uh, the beginning journey is that um, we get this glimpse of the future, right, of the adult, and something has gone wrong. And then sort of sort of the real first one is the the flashback right of of the kid storyline and the kid storyline is post bomb right being adopted kind of entering in that different world yep. with different now foster parents meeting new people coping with all this stuff adjusting uh then we have the Arizona Chronicles right or no Nevada Chronicles right where it gets taken right away. but it also with bridges into the problem is that it also bridges into, um, no, no, before the, before Boris the Goth and the Arizona Chronicles, mm-hmm. there is also, uh, talking to the antiques man, the former FBI agent That's from right. Casino Royale or yeah, the yeah. man from, uh, Westworld. <laughs> well, he's not actually and, a man. Twist, twist, spoilers, spoilers, uh, spoilers, spoilers. 
Sorry, I should have said that before that, but he tries to, you know, like the kid, his name is Theo. By the way, he looks like Theo, our, oh, our real he has, life cousin. Yeah, He has glasses in the, the glasses hair. Too. I was like, look, it's Theo. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. Um, he gets a little interested in antiques dealing, I guess. And so we have like sort of so teaching far... him some of that. And he introduces her him to the redheaded girl who was also... Um, Injured in the bomb. In the bomb. Yes. Who can't was play the, the flute no more. Who was the daughter of the professor who was talking to her there, who was the business partner of the former FBI guy from Casino Royale. So, yeah, so far we have this connected. sort of child story of Trump experience a traumatic event. We have him meeting this uh, antiques dealer, uh, craftsman, and sort of being introduced to that world. And yep. we have now this sort of romantic sort of story or connection between him and this girl from the museum yeah. right that's three so who far. has yeah who has gotten a lobotomy and she cannot <laughs> right <laughs> what did remember like arnold schwarzenegger lobotomy. yeah i don't know why i did that <laughs> she's got a lobotomy it's just not not right in the head i can't then we have arnold the very good. nevada or she's arizona Sean chronicles she's got a lobotomy further uh you know exp- uh, seeing what this kid is going through uh which is you know has some elements of like you know abuse right of what's the name Goth in nevada guy, now the nevada, nevada chronicles and his dad who's not a nice man and we think he's nice at some points because he wants to give him a ten thousand dollar savings account but he's actually using it for his paying back deals. some guy that we meet in one scene and we also have like tim mentioned this backstory of the painting yeah. which is another storyline in a sense because it's about this him stealing the painting and having it been given to him and he doesn't know what to do and he keeps it in the guilt and so on. And how it it reminds him of his mom, so he's very partial to it. Right, right. And he has this whole tale of, right, like because he stole it, he can't see his mom in his dreams, right? Something like that, yeah. He felt like it was his fault. Um, Yeah, it was was very partial, kind of like... like that part kind of vanished away with like the with the ending with with Boris oh, yeah. the Goth you don't when he comes that. back and they're well, like I going to, to Amsterdam keep, and stuff. Keep going and then we then we go into the future, right? Where we see oh man, we go to the future many times. It crisscrosses a lot. Crisscrosses, yeah. Well, he turns uh, Theo turns into Baby Driver. Yes, That's he turns right. into Ansel That's Elgort, right. and he's Ooh. an adult, and and now he's in New York again. He always looks like he looks so normal, but I always picture him in the back of it as he's like fantasizing about murder for some reason you mean you mean the actor or the character in this movie well, i don't know it just, he seemed the same way in baby driver so it might be ah, an actor okay thing. i don't know yeah he's mm. probably got that he's got that look he's got that look and he's uh, now he's working look. at that antique shop but you know i guess he's somewhat doing some not so clean business He's basically selling the refurbished stuff that's not true antiques as true antiques for the antique money. And that's not the way of Westworld slash Casino Royal Man. Yes. And Mm. um, and also the buyer is like the, you know, if you look, if if you write uh, corrupt 
rich man. This man's face will be on it because that's how he looks like. The corrupt, rich, antique buyer. He's like, I know what you're doing. You sold me a fake. <laughs> and we also At that point, the, I thought mm-hmm. there was a plot hole. because, or, or I thought I actually thought I missed a scene or something like that because I was so confused about the... Yeah, who that guy was. No, how did he know about about the painting? Because it's been with him the entire time. Oh, no, no, the the painting's way later. He mentions the painting way later. No, he doesn't. He only thought it was the first meeting. The first meeting, yeah. He did? Yeah, yeah, the first meeting. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. I know about the painting. I don't know. This movie felt like uh, it took a year and a half to watch, so. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he he didn't know about some Miami deals where the painting has come out, and he knew he was in the paint there, and he's dealing with antiques, so he's presuming he's got something to do with it, right? And then I yeah. was like, but wait, what? what is the... I was like so confused until you reveal later that Boris the Goth stole the painting off him. Well, like I was wondering years when, he's, back. when he was saying like, I don't know anything what you're talking about, you know, our main character. Yeah. I, I was thinking for a second like, okay, so he could either be protecting himself and he knows what's happening with the mm-hmm. painting or B, he really doesn't and, you know, he, he knows it's locked away in his safe. Um... And that's it, you know, like he just is just ignoring yeah, it yeah. and ignoring yeah. the, the fact that he's I was he confused. And so we're, we're sort of I was confused. Re- revisiting him, you uh, not, not revisiting, but yeah, seeing where he is in his adult. Her computer. He's selling her these was broke. slightly fraudulent, she like <laughs> slightly fraudulent so furniture. And also we were introduced to the woman. Or the girl back then. Yeah, yeah. and she's an adult she's now. She's dating <laughs> someone else. She's in London. It's, it's bittersweet. She's, no, you're not sad. someone else. She's dating the guy who got him in trouble because of the cigarettes. So oh, he, no she's dating way. the guy that basically got his mom killed. Wow. I didn't make that connection. Yeah. It's a dude. Wow. Everything's connected. Wow. It's all connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all connected. And then he also bumps into uh, the, the mean member of the rich family that he was adopted shows up one scene yells at his father yeah that was so uh, that was so stupid remember he comes in he's like oh who do i have to blow to get get a a good breakfast around and then they're like back to your room and he's like no yeah it's great and he and then they stomp on the table he's like hey hey it's you and he's like oh man he's like how's andy my best friend from your place. They oh, we forgot about the best friend. There's so many characters in this you movie. See? It's hard to keep track of it. And His then they friend. share a moment and he's like, he died on a boating accident or something. Yeah, you see more bad things happen to him. See? And, but there's a connection. He needs more he's drugs. reconnecting. Oh, yeah, that's right. He needs right. drugs too. That's right. <laughs> yeah. it's from from a little uh, Altoid box. Yep. I think he... I don't, know, I don't know what I think it's like, and so he's reconnected right with his old family. His uh, foster mom, Nicole like, Kidman's old is, now, is now yes. less strict. She loves him. She always loved him as a son, and as uh, a son, and what he's gonna he gets some he gets engaged right to this woman. Yeah, yeah. In the she, family. she starts flirty, blurty with him because she's baby driver and she saw baby driver and she's like he's kidding. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, yeah, his foster. So mom's then there's daughter, like a timestamp right? which I was also confused by. I was like, what? Okay, yeah. I guess they're getting they're engaged now. Yeah, but in truth, she still you, did loves. You mean, did you mean time skip? Man. Yeah, time skip. What did I say? Cigarette man. It's time stamp, and I thought <laughs> time stamp. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. there's a time skip, and then then we have the Phoenix Chronicle. No, not Phoenix. I'm sorry. Uh, Arizona. No, where we are we? Arizona Nevada. Chronicles. We did the Nevada, we did the Nevada Chronicles, Chronicles, where they're taking yeah. drugs and just yeah, they're messing around in like, the pool. Back, yeah. Boris gets beaten by the smoking. Dad. Everyone's smoking in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then you got like. His dad beats him because he tried to take his money. You mean Boris? Um, 
No, but then didn't like doesn't like uh, Theo's dad like slap him because he's like yeah slap him because Theo's he wants to get his money deal man yeah he's a shady he needs deal, man. he needs Theo's money from his trust fund and or then whatever his father dies too yeah yes, and yes. I was at that point I was just like okay this isn't really I'm I'm not I'm not feeling it anymore because it's like everyone's dying and it's a little bit okay but l- you know. let me ask and you everyone's this, dying off screen I need death to yeah. see death <laughs> well, guys, there's too many like Theo. Come sit down. And I, I think at this point, Theo was like, who died now? Who is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But come Who's on, dead? when you guys the were watching boy? The, the scenes really? with the characters talking stuff, I think it was pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I, I like the the atmosphere, the the tone. I think, I think was, the little I mean, kid I liked, was good. I think he, yeah, the he kid sold was great, it. I think the kid was good, yeah. Baby Driver, great. not so much. Right? I think I think the kid actor was, was better. I think he, yeah. His name's Oaks Freely. He did a really good That's job. That's a cool name. Opinion. Oaks. Oaks. Hey, Oaks. Smoky um, Oaks. I, I think... Oaky. I joined Phil in the yeah, It's a little, it's a little hazy after that because uh, then we have him trying to tell the woman, the girl back then, like I said, in the museum, he's trying to tell her now as an adult that he loves You mean the redhead her. girl? Oh, the redhead girl that he met so who was lobotomized. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, she has a true love a boyfriend in, yeah. in London. And she, she cannot reciprocate the love, which I'm not sure why. I didn't understand that. Lobotomy. <laughs> you cut him! No, she said, like, you cut up his brain, stuff. you She's bloody babo! Oh, no, yeah, yeah. She can't. She can't be in U.S. because of murder. I mean, uh, the bombing. And she's like, oh, I can't love you. Why so can't he, can't, he, he can't move to London? London. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I didn't figure that one out at all. Honestly, like, because that was, to me, it felt like, what? What was that? Uh, and then so he's sad, right? And then in his sadness, he goes out for a cigarette, which is what you do. And then he, uh, then he sees, he goes into, you know, he gets, he wants to get drugs. Oh, sorry. yeah, that's right. That's that, was, that was it. That was it. Not cigarettes. He needs the drugs, the hard, the hard shit. And then he calls a guy and he's like, where do I get this stuff? He's and like, they're all rushing there. No, club, no, we this. don't. Uh, yeah. And he's like, I'm looking for Sarah. And they're like, Sarah who? Sarah no drugs who? for you. And he's like... Oh, uh, never mind. I'll leave. And then suddenly, <gasps> Boris. So suddenly, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Simon Pegg's character from uh, The World's End just shows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, that's another connection. Yeah, see, he yeah. visited uh, this girl. And yeah. then Boris. And Boris, Boris is like, 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 Potter, Potter. Like, it's you. I can't believe Oh, Potter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't believe it's you. Harry Potter. He's like, he's like, what do you do? He's like, I do this and that. Mostly criminal thing. <laughs> I think old Potter, old uh, Boris, I mean, he's a kid, I guess, but I think the, the other kid's actor uh, accent was way too movie Russian. Boris, uh, you know, like there's a lot of... I, you know what? I, I didn't. I didn't. Because, I don't know. It was a little and bit too what, over the top. It was like video but games. What, but go check the... Go no, check, go the, check like the uh, area there. And you always, yes, exactly. you always put Go weird eyes okay, in okay, your exes. Maybe. But listen, guys, listen, guys. He was younger, so I think it makes sense that maybe he might still have a Oh, like, accent. He, like his accent th- toned down? Yeah, yeah, but I think that they should have put that. Like, they should have put, like, older Boris, you know, he's traveling as a cosmopolitan man. Why it's would true, he still have a cosmopolitan man. He should at least be a little more... <laughs> 
But then, then the viewers would be confused. Who is this fucking <laughs> but guy? Everything's confused. <laughs> this see, movie is already like I you, you can like tell that. like what's going on. We're talking about the plot here, and there's so many plot threads that really well, let's finish okay. this. Let's finish this. So he he meets Boris, and Boris is like, he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I feel so bad. He's like, I he's like, I did something. He's like, what what what? He's like, I stole the dun, painting dun, dun. and i kissed you then that's true i was wondering was he supposed to be yeah, like gay? i don't know but that's why i thought no. earlier i thought earlier you i know, thought maybe you know he russian like, russians russians kiss confess. each other on mouth all the time okay yeah russian love i know but i, I was you, thinking brother. maybe that was me a plot point like you know that's the thing i think they would have developed more if it was actually like a thing yeah no i figured that out once we see bodice again that it wasn't the case but i thought it was earlier He's gay with drugs. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, uh, I, I stole the painting. He's like, what? You stole the painting? What in the world? He's like, that's why all the Miami <laughs> happened. Oh, that, that, that's it was I on the news, I yes. must thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, man. And then and then somehow he goes to his, uh, our main character, Theo, goes to his safe, right? Yeah. It takes and so he, long. He, he, he never unwrapped. That's the, that's the plot point. He never unwrapped the painting ever since he was a kid, right? He packed it up in newspapers. Yeah. But for like 10 years plus... You'd think he he'd know how the it. newspapers were wrapped. I guess he just forgot. So to, to see the switcheroo... And, open and it's yeah. like a textbook. Yeah, and the switcheroo but Maybe Boris, he's a coming young man. He knows <laughs> yes, how to wrap. He knows how to uh, sell tape. <laughs> Lay down some sick beats. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, oh no, this is shocking. You know, like it's stolen. It, it, it's lost, not stolen. It's lost. Because, you know, it's out of Boris's hands. And so that's the other plot point we have, which is now a, a race. This is the to, most lo-fi gangster yeah. <laughs> heist ever. It's like a bunch of guys. It's like these random I, random models that supposed to be yeah. gangsters. And I was wondering what you guys think about that because for me, up until this point of the movie, you know, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of lot of storylines and a lot of potential movies in there, but still the the tone was fairly similar. Like there wasn't anything super kind of unrealistic or I, I think the only thing that did, did take me out was the little worse. <laughs> I think that one was like, I like the, like with, you know, the, the music with, with Deacon's beautiful cinematography and everything was like, was putting you in the right mood, like the serious movie you're watching. Right. And then that accent yeah, kind of like yeah. sucked okay. me out. And then the song was for you guys. Off and then, and then towards, oh dude, I, this is my, I think my main complaint, like it's not a bad movie, but I think my main complaint, the, the songs and the music was so like, like uh, songs? guys, what songs? No, there's a, there's a, there was a few songs instead of instead of the scores. My one complaint is that the music was so sentimental at some points, like too much cheese, like it didn't match the mood. Mm-hmm. Except like the end credits, that 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 the, I don't know if you stayed for the credits, but that piece. I mean, I stayed to amazing. most of the credits. I love that music; it's nice. The end it was like 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 the compound chords, and it was like very confusing emotionally. I liked like, it. I liked. You it. don't know how do you feel, but a lot of times it's like. Mm, it's like John Williams or something like like Spielberg movie like oh we are got some nice close-ups of that Goldfinch painting no there's a lot of close-ups I, I don't think I, I don't think I Deacon's used nothing smaller than like a 50 millimeter on, millimeter on this so maybe one shot when he's walking out of the the bomb and it's like a close-up on him and everything's like a shaky cam maybe everything yeah. else is super zoomed in like I didn't hmm. think of that okay um so what happens lo-fi yeah, heist yeah. happens they Eventually well, 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 get Boris the paint. Is like, since he's in the criminal underground, he can sort of, you know, connect some dots and somehow find the painting. And then they go and try to retrieve the painting. 
you know, as sort of the criminal dealers. And they do. And it's like, oh, this is great, you know. Like, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> They're like, it's a big price, but worth it. He's like, yeah, it's so it. awesome. We, we saved the pain. But then they get Google. ambushed, right, by other yeah. people. And it's like, oh. And I thought Boris was going to die, but he didn't. You know what? It's, you know what's funny about that? It's so funny about it because like he got shot and I'm like, all right, he's dead too. I guess that's <laughs> right. another character that's we can true. put you're into you're the list. Now. Everyone dies. Yeah, but but he survives and, and the painting gets taken. And I away. was not, I did not care if he survived. I was like, okay, he's alive. I figured that's he fine. would too. And the painting gets uh, gets stolen by another person and runs off. And our main character is like, I can't believe. Oh, our main character um, kills somebody too. Mm. He kills he kills one of the models and then he kills wants to kill himself. You mean one of the NPCs? <laughs> I thought it was going to be like his the the the, the older brother from that family. So yeah, of course, like, everything's connected. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's me, Theo. It was always we, me. And we cut back to the hotel, and Theo is you know like just wrestling with the guilt, and it's oh man, so bad. Yeah, that's from a different film, of course. Of course, yeah, this is like film many seven. of these stories are. And then we finally get back to like a diner in Amsterdam or something, breakfast diner. Right, and Boris saves the day, and Boris is like, "Look at this look, our incompetence <laughs> saved the day." <laughs> He's like, "Look, the man who ran away, got by cops. Cops got him." And he's like, "Which me, which means many paintings, not just bird back." So many people die, but bird and and then his moral, like, <laughs> bird, yes. <laughs> his, his moral was like, "See, bad things happen to us, and maybe we do bad things, but good come out of bad. It's life." Uh, it's life uh, and he's like look just wrap that package and then our, our main <laughs> character Theo post coded our yeah. main character Theo is just cries and he's happy tears of joy that <laughs> he saved his bird painting which by the way his mentor the guy from oh he was uh, mad Casino Royale oh, he, he never raised true. his voice Casino Royale slash Westworld that guy is like like his list of like you know like if you saw, saw like a chart, like the top of that chart would be paintings. Like everything is. is okay, like by the way, the actor's people, name is Jeffrey stuff. Wright. Just wanted to yeah. mention that. Yeah, he's like yeah, he's so cool. Like, oh, your family died. It's okay. You know, you do stuff. You sell yeah. bad furniture. Yeah. It's okay. He looks like rough the and painting. mean. The painting. Yeah. The painting. I must smoke my cigarette. And, <laughs> and this is what I wanted to say that uh, and drink my drink, uh, <laughs> Blue Lagoon. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> his drink was whiskey, whiskey lagoon. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I wanted to say that. See, this was another film too. It's like the whole painting. Like, you know, if you had a movie about like painting and art and the value of art and all that stuff, like that's a whole movie you can explore. And the heist yeah. and all that. And, and Boris could be part of it. Sure, that's a, a different bit. film. Yeah. But this, at the end of the movie, was like, okay, like man, like now we're talking about paintings, and the paintings <laughs> are the most important thing ever. And like this guy that you cared about for ten years, like. You're never gonna forgive him for this painting. Weird, right? I mean, I haven't weird. read the, especially the book, especially since it's but... revealed that the professor who was business partners with Hobie, as the character is actually called in the movie, everybody who mentions his name. Who lives in a box and smells? <laughs> Sorry. Who lives in a, a box and smells? There's <laughs> a pack. It smells like a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> no, okay. So um, the professor actually gave the painting while he was dying after the explosion and everything mm-hmm. was foggy to the child. And he's like, child, take this painting. Give, here's why. the ring. Why? Why? My ring. Frodo. Frodo, give, give the <laughs> ring to the guy from Casino Royale. Bobo. He was my business partner and friend. He'll know what to do with it. But you never did. 
So Theo comes back, right? And all is well? Wasn't it something like that at the end? Yes, all, all is well. well. Good. Everything's happy. The, the, the Nicole Kidman and, and him are looking at a gallery somewhere. And That's we right. Have a, but and, and we have the wonderful dramatic montage of, you know, like the beginning of the film before the explosion. You can see his, he sees his mom's face. Right. Because in the entire sure movie, you, you can see she her comes face. comes out of the blur. So but, once but he... You know, yeah. Brought back the painting. He can see his mother's face. Yeah. So basically, there you go. he's free now. He doesn't have to do drugs free. anymore. Yeah. Except he probably does. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well here's the that, thing. Yeah, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I just sorry. want to say really that like, and that's know, the movie. In a way, like when I'm talking, at least it might sound like I'm really like hating on this stuff, but I really don't think it's a bad film. I really don't. But I do think that there was so many different ideas here. Yeah. That yeah. At the end of the movie, I really did feel like, man, like you know, I always wondered. What is it like to watch a rough cut of a movie? You know, like what people talk about in making of <laughs> like, assembly Lord, cut, like yeah, assembly cut. Thank you, Phil. Like Lord of the Rings. You know, Lord of the Rings was like six hours. You know, Return of the King or seven, and you wonder what would that be like. I think this movie gives you a little bit of a glimpse of what a movie like that might be. Um, <laughs> That's true. It's really like this is a, this is a sort of assembly cut in a sense, and you go, man, you know, how are we going to cut this down into if you have footage granted uh, into a, a more focused, you know a one or two storyline movie where you can really, you know, follow something and it has some, some kind of, um, something, something yeah. more substantial in it. Cohesive storyline. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's I think, what, the, that's what I think yeah. the thing is that, you know, it's based on a novel and usually when you go from a novel, try and, you know, you have a lot more space and a lot of time in a novel and you can do time. Oh yeah. Yeah, better, yeah. Yeah. You can have someone age, you see it from the point of view. You, get, you can have you know, many more the, subplots story without a nasty noise uh, voiceover. So I think this is just a victim of, you know, taking a huge novel and then could be, could be. compromising it into a short movie where you have to, well, and maybe they didn't cut enough. Maybe they just kind of compressed it too much. Yeah, maybe they yeah. Take out uh, not to things. not to go back to not to go back to Lord of the Rings, but I remember when they were adapting Lord of the Rings. I think one of the smartest choices that they made when they said, "How are we going to adapt this big uh, thousand plus page novel into mm. a movie?" Was we have to make it about one thing, and the movie really is only about taking the ring and throwing it into the fire <laughs> and, and it's about, yeah. and, and it's Frodo's relationship with that burden and everything else the that bird. happens, <laughs> the bird, Hey, and everything else that happens around it is connected and serves the purpose of that objective. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this movie didn't have any kind of objective it was trying to uh, steer towards. And that's why we have so many branching parts that feel like they just go into dead ends. And then yeah, or, it or made me objectives. kind of, yeah, too many objectives too, and um, I think. Yeah, that's, I mean, like that's we talked about like. the plot for like half an hour now. But what, yeah. what's is there any like metaphor? Is there something that it, the movie wants to tell you? Well, like, what's the bigger meaning here? I kind of, yeah. I've lost it. Besides the whole thing, okay. But you know, I have to say, well, if bad happen, good thing happened. Life, I guess. <laughs> no, but once said, the, the, the movie doesn't necessarily have to have like a message per se. It, it or doesn't. Something. A movie like this usually kind of points to a direction like that. It's mm-hmm. trying to tell something because it's made up, right? It's not like an actual true story. You're not right. like getting like, oh, poor boy, look what happened to him. I can't believe this happened to him. It's like it's made up. It's mm-hmm. it's going somewhere, I would assume. And just like maybe the whole point of maybe the novel is the, what you were talking about, the painting thing, like that's his suffering that he keeps with him. Like that's the yeah. grief. And then when I he finally is, lets yeah. go, he is free. But like a movie just cuts off right after the movie. It just is like, Happy ending. Well, he that's what I said earlier. Bird you know, safe, like, and you're like, what? <laughs> bird safe. It, it doesn't necessarily have to have a message, but I think you do do need to focus on one narrative. Like, if the whole movie was the the child, the the kid story, 
that would Kill be the a pretty, that would be a pretty good um you know movie in a sense where it would be about the atmosphere and the tone and and all that jazz but <laughs> this has all that jazz such this has you know seven jazzes yeah 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 so it's a multi jazz yeah. so that's yeah i think so we're all in the yeah, same kind of so we're surprisingly <laughs> or unsurprisingly we are in the same boat <laughs> In the same yeah. boat. But okay, let's talk about some Any technical things. Because I mm. want my oh, closing thoughts thing. was, Tim, tell me what you thought of uh, Roger Deakins's cinematography. 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 Um, here's the thing. So uh, I, I love Deakins. I love two yeah. aspects of him. One is framing when it's uh, when it kind of gives you an emotion. Sometimes give you an opposite emotion. There's a few shots where like. He would do a super wide shot just to give you like that feeling of of loneliness or, you know, he can really, framing can work, which in this movie, the framing is very Hollywoody and very drama movie. Like, I don't think there weren't any shots that kind of made me go, wow. On the other hand, what I love about Deacons is his use of natural light. He is Mm -hmm. an absolute god it's just like <laughs> just just the color and just how he uses it like hold of of um uh skyfall is just mm, sky beautiful fall, it's uh, but there, there's a few shots like when he's in amsterdam hotel and there's like the blue winter outside and he has like light lamp on him the colors are so perfect and the contrast is so perfect it's wonderful there's, there's a few there's a few magical shots interior i like i liked i liked a lot so of good I loved the um, I loved the low light moments. Like I, one of the big things that spring to mind when I think of this movie was when. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I loved that Theo's glasses kept being reflected a lot. It's yes. Beautiful. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I liked that. That was very good. And what else I liked was the low light moments. Like the one that I'm talking about specifically is when he gets to. I keep, why am I saying the different states? I was going to say Virginia this time. Nevada. When he gets to yeah. Nevada um, and then it's blue hour and she tells him to take out the trash and he goes out to take oh, out the trash. Oh, that was awesome. That was great. Oh, it looks so nice. It was so nice and blue and it Very was like crisp. That's what I'm saying. And it, usually he doesn't even use like color grading. He can just get that out of like a digital camera. He's just, mm. I remember watching this documentary. I don't know which movie was it, but Roger Deacon was the DP on it. And they're like, so what's like the day like? And like the director's like, well, we kind of plan it out. But then uh, sometimes just Roger says, you know what? We should film this year because the light will be good. And it's Roger. So we all listen. So we just back <laughs> up and go to the other place and like wait for the light. That's really cool. That's good. Yeah. So it's just he knows like what he's, he's doing. All the, the the entire thing looks really nice and crisp. And yeah. But he, uh, he's like a master of contrast shot that don't are not too obvious contrast. Like sometimes you have like too stylized and you can clearly see. There mm-hmm. was like a, they they changed the lighting so you know it's like it's almost like Sin City when the people have coming out of the shadows and it's super yeah yeah expressionist mm-hmm. but like his stuff is just he knows how to use it for storytelling and it's of some mundane bullshit light and you're like oh, mm-hmm. this looks this looks so cinematic it's beautiful it's good yeah it's a good I I did I did like a lot of the the shots in this movie uh, so, I did I did I did in fact like the um, uh, interestingly, like when they were filming the gallery, not when mm-hmm. they were filming, just when the when we see the gallery, the museum in the movie, um, mm-hmm. I was wondering to myself, this looks a lot like Skyfall when they were filming in the uh, art yeah. gallery. And I was thinking to myself, maybe it's just a thing with 
creative people in the way they see how to film a certain area. Mm-hmm. And so maybe Roger Deakins in this case was like, well, I did Skyfall like this. And he probably was just intuitively doing it the same way because that's how he feels uh, um, art museum has to be filmed. <laughs> uh, maybe it's just like a subconscious thing. He's like, yes, he sees a museum. Saying, oh, I'm going to like it like this. You know, he did like a hundred movies. So I'm not even thinking of like, but then the other again, he does know a lot of stuff. We talked about this. Roger Deakins has the amazing website where he has a form where people can ask him questions about anything about his lighting, camera use, or his I know, idea yeah. behind shots. And you can ask him and he'll answer it. It's amazing. The old man like he, will answer it. How old is he? he? He's like 70? Uh, 70, yeah. And he answers every and question. Every question is awesome. there. He's like, well, I use this camera and I use this. Or he's like, you know, sometimes give his opinion on like, oh, well, I was going... A lot of times it's like somebody uh, like links to like some kind of youtuber who you know like an armchair dp who was like explaining oh yeah yeah he uses three point you know uh thing uh whatever yeah, 2.8 like, f-stop no but it's, it's more like oh he uses triangular positions you know for the framing for every uh, yes. shot in this movie the, the golden and ratio the go- golden ratio of three points and 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 then and then like, well that, that's very nice analysis but i just kind of framed it because it looked nice like that <laughs> yeah that's how you do it baby uh, roger so deakins is great I like that guy. Did you guys know that Nicole Kidman is married to Keith Urban? Oh, <laughs> really? Who knew? Who Who's knew? Urban? Uh, the country singer. What? Come out <laughs> from America. <laughs> I don't think uh, I know anyone a country singer except The China only Twain. reason I know about Keith oh, Urban is because he sold an album that was released <laughs> that was all over Walmart. <laughs> One, one time, I remember it's the Keith one Urban, time. The Keith so Urban we better collection. talk about this on our podcast. Yes, Philip, this one is time. the time. This is the time. True. Things that happened one time, we talk about. So, listen, I wanted to ask you guys. Onefold um, the podcast. One. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys. Oh, okay, I wanted to you're ask the you host. guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wanted to ask you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. What, what? What? The budget for this film was 45 oh. million. It's good. What is the box office? Oh two, my goodness two million. That's so sad. Three point eight. 3.8. 3.8? I was joking. Oh, that's sad. Because <laughs> us, sad. we made all that money. <laughs> Our <know>. tickets. <laughs> By the way, this, even this Nicole movie Kidman ticket was oh, expensive. Oh, and, and I, wanted to mention, I wanted to mention, at the end of the film, the montage happens, sad. you know, the, the, the ending montage with the music and, you know, mm, showing the yeah. flashbacks and, you know, concluding everything. And there was a, I think there's a narration on top of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I was just like... I was just, I was hoping that was the end because I was, my butt was hurting. That's usually happens when I'm not interested in, 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 in movies. I remember watching, I remember watching. Rotten Tomatoes. You got the reviews and you got. Butt hurts. Green Tomato, Phil Dragish. My butt, <laughs> my butt was hurting. I hope No, it but it's, it's true. Like, I, I watched, uh, well, uh, I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's three hours long, right? Butt wasn't hurting. Nice. Uh. I watched this. Uh, I was really like feeling no. feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, I hear you. Yes, I no. can hear you. Oh, good. Um, good. Uh, so anyway, I, I and I, I turned around to Jake. I turned around to Jake, and I was just looking at him at a glance because the movie was still going, so the light was off and it was dim. And I saw him like rubbing his eyes or something, and then he turned back at me, and I said, what? and I and I thought honestly, I thought, is he crying? Is Jake? Crying? I thought you were crying. <laughs> and then and then and then I thought, oh man. And I'm looking back I at the movie and, and going and going and going, what did I miss? How am I so dense that I didn't care for, for well, this film very when, much? When I thought you were crying. I, was I thinking, thought I was missing something. I was thinking, like, man, <laughs> I was hilarious. thinking, this movie is affecting you very much, Phil. I was thinking, what 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 is affecting you here? Is there something? <laughs> and then you, you both started crying. <laughs> so, so you don't feel bad. <laughs> 
And then, yeah, and then, no. yeah, and then the lights came up, and I'm like, oh, never mind then. No, I wasn't. No, any of us were crying. Um, I was. I, I think I was, was more. I was more uninterested than Jacob was. I think so. Movie, so. I think you were. Yeah. What I think I Jacob was a little more tolerant. I, I, I watched it to the end. Like, hey, totally. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dissing on the movie. No, you know, it's no. Look, you know, and it's shame that it only made so much little because it's worth a it lot more. Shame. I think it's an interesting yes. movie. I think it got. Roger Deakins, you got some good performances, and yeah, I think, you got you got Amazon Studios. Hey, come on, I mean, you have to give it credit. The movie, like I said, the tone. A lot of movies, not a lot, but some movies try to to yeah, capture yeah. this tone, this sort of subtle, serious, somber type tone. And a lot of movies, they try hard and they fail. They fail terribly. And I think yeah. that that's something this movie actually does very well. Like you're invested, you're you're interested, you're watching these this stuff unfolding. You know even though it might have not unfolded like we, yeah. we wanted it to, it's still hard to really capture that that level of um, like seriousness in, in the subject matter. This and, would and, be you know, like a yeah. movie that I would like, if I had a movie night with my mom like back in the day, this would be mm-hmm. a movie I would pick because it's like, oh, it's based in reality. It's got like some little bit of mystery, a poor boy, that poor boy. My mom would go, oh, the poor boy life is killing him. But, you know... You know that kind of thing, and it'd be mm-hmm. like, that. That'll be good, good movie for that. And I, I don't yeah. think I would pick it for myself to see it, but uh, definitely like a movie night with my mom. One thing I would say is that this is a great film, though, to watch in the cinema. I think I would have had a much different experience if I watched it at home or on a TV. I or think a laptop. I think the cinema changes a lot of things, yeah. and that's why I feel like cinema going is a sad and lost art. That's being, I mean, less and less people, fewer and fewer people are uh, yeah. uh, really appreciating the, the big though, screen. Right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, like just watching um, a movie, a new experience, some um, someone trying something, you know, a, a team yeah, trying yeah. something. It's, it's friend really of ours, uh, friend of mine. His name is uh, Scott Corelli. He lives in Los Angeles, and he gets to go to all those smaller theaters, you know, that re-release movies and show them on thirty-five, yeah. seventy millimeter. And he said he got to watch Batman, the nineteen eighty-nine one, while not liking it so much. Got to see it in in the big screen on thirty-five millimeter, on mm-hmm. the big screen. and he said. And he said his perception was a lot different watching it like huh. that. So that shows you so, a little yeah. thing or two. I stand with if Christopher the Nolan. Movie be- <laughs> the movie better. Boris. So I would, I would it, yes. it'd be hard to like recommend the movie, yes. but I would say that if you are intrigued by the subject matter, like a movie like this. Oh, there's a lot of subjects in this. So yeah. yeah. One of them you might and, like. And if you're sitting in cinema, you know, preferably with uh, a couple, a couple in the back, uh, an older woman on the right. <laughs> I think it's a exactly. really, uh, it was definitely an experience. That I don't regret. If I can put it that okay. way. Okay. So even though it was very long and it was a marathon, it really felt like a marathon towards the end. It was, it did feel like a marathon. It was a marathon. And uh, yeah, so go you. I mean, if you want to help bump think? their box think? office to three point nine million, that would probably yeah, be okay. That would be that would be good. I, I, I think I've told what mm-hmm. I had to say. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Cool. That was the Goldfinch. That is the film. Uh, the Goldfinch. And that is the review of the Finch. film with Jacob with uh, Timmy. And good job, boys. Good job, boys. Speaking <laughs> of Batman, we'll yep. be right back after these musical messages. <laughs>
track uh, you're welcome you're but, welcome but, but 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 who was it by well um it's by this artist called brandon and his um website is i love brandon same with his twitter same with his instagram all that like kind that. of stuff soundcloud i love brandon but with an i mm. e-y-e i love brandon and you might hear his you might recognize his flavor anybody who remembers the Phil and Jake in conversation days because we played a song of his oh. back then as well. Oh, that's right. Lally, Five lally, years lally, ago. Lally, lally. That's awesome. It was a good song too. It was a good song. So it was Brandon, Magic Carpet shout out to the track. And shout out to yeah, Brandon. Yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a chill, awesome Super chill. track. Remind me of Space, the TV series. Yes, me too. Me From too. Edgar Wright. So Brandon, we were He's wondering good. if you like Space. Maybe, maybe no, maybe yes. Do you like space, Brandon? So, guys, uh, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, I'm leaving yeah. you. <gasps> oh. I'm going to Berlin. Berlin, the lion's, the lion's den. den? <laughs> yes, I go tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I go. You go. You go to Brewdog. So the, that's the Berlin, bar. Germany, yes. not Berlin, um, <laughs> in Michigan. Some other place. Oh, no, Berlin, Michigan. Germany. Yeah, it's you know, it's a business trip, a design trip. Mm. Pretty cool. cool. I am excited. You, you are a designing go. man going to a designer's conference. Everything paid for you, by the way? Absolutely. Uh, so. oh, wow, absolutely. look at you, fancy pants. Fancy businessman. Is this your first cool. business trip out in the country, a different country? Yes, <laughs> oh. yeah, this is my first. Yeah. Have you, you spare no expense. <laughs> no, no, we premium. Premium. Pre- premium, premium package. Premium is, Lu- is Lufthansa economy light. <laughs> oh, you don't get <laughs> business class? Premium. Oh, I guess you have to be no. executive executive man to get No, because business. what we did was we have an educational budget and yeah. we asked to use the educational budget, part of it, for our flights mm-hmm. and for accommodation. So, you know. Gotcha. Makes sense. It's cool. It was like, you know, if you think about it, it was like two-fifths. Of the educa- educational budget, which is pretty good, you know, for an opportunity. That is like pretty that. good. I love Berlin. Berlin's so, awesome. I enjoyed oh, my time. Never been. Right. Never been. See me yeah. neither. I've never been. Berlin's like really but chill vibes. What like, was your favorite part about Berlin, and what was your overall experience? Um, Berlin. Berlin is like like chill vibes. I think it has a really cool aesthetic, like super crusty and grungy aesthetic. Everything is kind of you know kind of torn down, but that that's what they're going for. Um, it's it's That's you know it's got like a my European was telling me that everything feels new and rebuilt and stuff. It depends which which part of town you go. You go to Kreuzberg, it's different. But um, but it's but that's the, generally like you go to like a coffee shop and everything's super industrial, super broke down. But like that's just 
that's just the way it is. Like that's the idea of how, how it should look. There's like graffiti and just written stuff everywhere. Can you tell like the difference between East and West or? I have no idea, man. That city is so mm-hmm. huge. I, I have no idea which part was West and which part was East. True, I, you probably true. can. You definitely can on the architecture and everything. But, you know, you have nice museums in town and then it is a huge city. I mean, we've been there for three days and kind of went around the place and just amazing food. Cool is cats like walking center? around. Or what? No. what? Is it like a center, like a square or not really? Here's the thing. Like, I, it, like it's so big to me. It felt like there's a bunch of squares. Maybe it could be the West East thing, but it was like, oh, here's a whole city and it has this whole square and his whole buildings. And like, it, it feels like in its old park, it felt like a bunch of cities together. But I have really good, cool. like getting around. You have the S-Bahn, the U-Bahn, a train. And just like, we were like, one evening we're in a hotel in the other part of the city. And we're like, oh, let's go to a cinema. Cause like Berlin has like this, you know, Berlin theater, cinema, you know, uh, you know, whole culture of small little cinema. So let's go watch something. But it was a lot of stuff in German. We we didn't understand that, but we saw Black Panther was playing in one of these places. So, and it was the other other side of town. We're like, let's go there. Oh, this train will just take you in like five minutes. We'll be there. So we just went to see a movie. It was great. That's cool. That sounds cool. Nice. Yeah, because I remember. I think so Germany, man, you're Berlin. going. We talked to Berlin on our, on our old podcast. I remember. So if you want to listen to Tim talk more about Berlin, check that out. Yeah, do it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Going tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, planes at. Uh, one around one p.m. That's not bad. That's five. really relaxing. Though, unfortunately, Relax. Tim, I think when you went, you went direct, right? Like Bratislava, Berlin. Mm, yes. Unfortunately, we have to go Zagreb, Munich, Munich, Berlin. Uh, you have to go the yes. Munich, the Munich. That sucks. <laughs> the Munich. <laughs> <laughs> I've never but, heard that. Uh, but it's good, you know. We have a Thursday night, the ah. Friday all day, conference evening, Saturday back. Ooh, so so what? Like so evening? That's very cool. Evening for party. In the evening for party, uh, uh, Friday for sites mm-hmm. and look, uh, podcast recording at the design meetup. Well, if you're interested, I know of a bar yes. where you can go with clothes on. Ooh la la! It will make you take off your shirt and your pants, and there you must go oh. in underwear or naked, if you would like so to. Underwear is fine. I guess just like if you don't want to. That be sounds super... really German. Did I don't you go know why. Naked or? I did not go to the club. I could not convince my wife. <laughs> no, I was just like, well, you know, it's something you would see, but then I have to take off my clothes, and it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. A, a Berliner man like told me about this. Place. That's why. That's why you need to work out and look cool. Look cool, and then want to be touched by strange people. people. Yeah, but never mind then. Too, that's probably not you, a good idea. You were touched. I remember. In, uh, was it Thailand or I think somewhere? Like Where was I Cambodia? touched? What? Who was? Yes, what? for the massage, the massage. Oh, the old lady gave oh. me a massage when I, <laughs> yes. when I had the little thong made out of... Yes, yes. yes yeah, I, I was, remember. That was great. Okay. Yes. Well, if you want to listen to Tim's journeys in uh, <laughs> Thailand... <laughs> yes, go to the uh, old podcast. Go to the old podcast. You'll find it. It's not very difficult to find. Adventures in Thailand and Cambodia. That's true. That's true. That's right. Yeah, so I'll I'll give you guys an update when I come back. And it's true. I'll tell you what it was like. Was it good? Was cool. it bad? Cool. I mean, you could just message us from there. Were you touched there, by but, Munich yeah. the eunuch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Munich the eunuch. Uh, All right. If I, can, I can text you guys what, what we were saying there, Phil. What? Uh, you could just text us from Germany. It's not I'll like make a little video. Can't, can't from, from be texted. Yeah. <gasps> Maybe you should go see the movie for next week and... <laughs> That's a good but idea. That, but that, that'll be a waste because like going to Berlin and watching just a movie. You know? Well, you go <laughs> to a screening at like one o'clock when you're like before bed. You'll be like, oh, I can't. <laughs> 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 you'll cry at the end. 
at least, yeah. at least the people around okay um so welcome back this is the uh this is the second movie we're here to yes. talk about and second I'm, movie we're here um yes. don't forget second a- movie we're here uh so the goldfinch i had to pick something it was that the beers the beers my I, boy the beers Oh, the beers. I don't have boy, anything new. It's the boy. same thing. I'm still on Blue Lagoon. Didn't so I, I moved on to another Brewdog selection called the Ooh, Sonic yes, Boom. Yes. Sonic oh, Boom. It's Sonic a, Boom. It's a French. Sonic Boom. Let me look this up, son. Sonic Boom. Sonic Brewdog. Boom. Sonic Boom. It's a French hopped IPA. So a bunch of French people <laughs> hop a hopped, hop a hopped on this IPA, and all of a sudden, it's an IPA. It tastes like an IPA, and it smells like an IPA. But does it taste hopped? That's the question. It doesn't taste. French. I feel a little Frenchman in the hopped in my ah. drink. Ah, okay. Yes. Uh, yes. What do you have, yes. Jacob? Ah, just local, local uh, dragon beer. Ah, this is my boy. It's return. good, man. We love that beer. But it is porter. Did I have a porter oh. on this um, on this podcast? I think I had once with them. I think I think podcast. so. Yes, you mentioned. But Some. it it is a good porter. It is budget friendly. It <laughs> what accent is this? This is German. <laughs> it tastes nice. It's not too robust, but nice and uh, and, mm-hmm. and um, I, oh, good. Just, it gives me such a. I just like talking to people and like about bands. Talking to Germans about bands. Just like, ah, have you heard of Hummerschlipsenhappenluben? Yes. Or have you heard of discrepancy mappency? Oh, your discrepancy mm. in the Ortgabel. They are a Canadian band from Nova Scotia. They play like a progressive uh, metal band. Why do I turn Russian? They Wait, play guys, Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia in Canada or no? What? Mm-hmm. Nova Scotia. <laughs> yeah, 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 Nova Scotia. Yeah. Good, good. I got right. Yes. Yeah, so that's my beer today. Porter, uh, 6.5 alcohol. <laughs> uh, stronger. Wow. A little bit stronger, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Das ist, das your, your alcohol, uh, Timothy? It's pretty strong. My pretty alcohol, strong. good alcohol. My alcohol is... Uh, 6.5. Oh. Ooh, same as me. Your brother, we, we, we pick are the good beer, yes. My, mine's just four. Uh, store Yo. cold, drink fresh, it tells me. Sonic Phil, Boom. Blue Lagoon, only 4%. Mine's just four. Oh, wait, I, 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 I forgot. Brewdog has these little descriptions. I want to read them. Here, let me, let me read you. The, mm-hmm. Oh, no, I can't read you the previous one because they put a sticker on it. Wait, let me remove the sticker. You can read it online, Tim. The All scoundrels. Right. Okay, I got it, I got it. Okay, so, so Clockwork Orange. Okay. What we should do? Should do? Should do Boris? Okay, I'll do Boris. A fully automated, seasonable, sessionable IPA infused with tangerine. A perfectly timed delivery of juicy citrus and mellow tropical fruits, followed by subtle hints of caramel and toast. Now, what do you see? The savor in the end. All wrapped up in medium and body ale. A director's cut of the 21st century. Clockwork tangerine, IPA precision. For the people, <laughs> by the people. No, <laughs> all right. Um, wait, 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 my second beer. Cheese. <laughs> Sonic Boom. All right. This one's hard to read because it's darker. Welcome aboard our experimental range of turned IPAs. This is the old alliance in action. Scottish. Oh, there we go. Scottish with French hops. Triscale. <laughs> wait, wait, I'll do French. Trisk, wait, wait, let me do, I need to remember Trisk. Do all of them. Do, do the combo. Do Trisk French, German, deliver and... notes of tangerine, citrus, and frola back road with the <laughs> trademark bitter shockwave following, no, in the week. Sonic boob. I, boob. <laughs> Sonic boob. 
<laughs> it is so powerful. It's so powerful. I give up. Let's it go. shoots out. It shoots out the milk. <laughs> it shoots <laughs> out the milk in your mouth. Okay. Speaking the of that nipples. Speaking of yes, exactly. Speaking of, let's talk about latex boobs. Yes. Let's asses. talk about. Let's talk about the 1995 art house sleeper hit, Batman Forever. <laughs> Is it sleeper directed hit? by directed by Joel Schumacher and Schumacher um, boy. And written by Lee Batchelor, Janet Scott Batchelor, and Akiva Goldsman, who's been writing a lot of action films. And I think he also wrote, unless I'm not mistaken, Commando. Gotta check that one real quick. I want to see if I'm right or not. I mean, there were some, like, gearing up montage in both these movies. So <laughs> yeah, sense. the very beginning of the film. Dude. So anyway. Oh, okay. Well, yeah? I'll, I'll no, get into blasting and that. list of grievances. But you, 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 you I, go I with your program. I can't wait. Explain the connection. No, he didn't do Commando, sorry. Okay, then no. Well, no, yeah, your okay. connection. How did you connect this? Yeah. Without, How did I connect besides, this? Besides How the you woman. connect, yes. Okay, so... <laughs> the, the woman. So, uh, the Goldfinch, right? Picked it. That's the only thing we had. And the minute I read that little synopsis where it's like, a boy is taken in by rich family, I knew. I knew what I wanted to watch after that. I felt like watching this film, so I just decided to put it right next to it. And it's Batman Batman Forever. Why? Because, look, orphan boy. He turns into an orphan. Who Who is an orphan boy? <laughs> well, the famous Bruce Wayne. And then twist, soon to be Master boys. Dick Grayson. Mm. Then, but Dick's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> but then he gets taken in by a rich family. Well, what family do we have but Wayne? Bruce Wayne. The billionaire of Gotham. The richest of the of families. The city. Takes him in. We already have two. Look at that. Goldfinch. What is a goldfinch? It's a bird. What is a robin? Also a bird. <laughs> it's Batman Forever. Who's in both films? Nicole Kidman. Exactly. Boom! That's three connections, yeah. I'm looking at my notes from this movie. It's like, it's like ravings of a madman. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Okay, so what's your history with Batman Forever? Because it's been around for a long time. Um, have you seen this film before? I think I have. Tim. I think I have. I remember Joker and Two-Face. But I think... Yeah, the Joker was definitely in this film. Uh, I don't think I've seen it <laughs> since like seeing it back in the day where I think I've... I had the two movies kind of mushed together, Batman and Robin, this one, like not in my head knowing which one's which. They're very similar, yes. Um, but I think I did like maybe five or six years ago, like we were like, oh, let's watch all the Batman movies and just go, you know, first Tim Burton and then these Shumi boys and then, you know, to Nolan and whatever. But The Shumi boys. The Shumi boys. The Shumi boys. <laughs> this is my favorite band, yeah, Shumi boys. I'm trying to remember, but I think my, my first Batman experience w was... And still is my favorite Batman adaption, ad, adoption, adaptation, <laughs> adaptation <laughs> to date of any format. Adoption is correct, right? Uh, it's true. Ah, that's the thing. Adopted. Uh, 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 yes. Adaptation of any form of, of the comics, and that's the animated series. God, I love that. It's great. The so animated good. series oh, man, is very I love it good. Too. I agree. It's just it's such a Tim fine Paul mix Dini. of like Bruce being funny and Batman being funny, but it's also so serious. It's very stylized. The action's great. You got character development. It's just, it's so good. 
So yeah, I think I, it's also the music is fantastic as well. It's by um, Shirley Walker, the the uh, late composer Shirley yeah. Walker, who has done I, she's done my favorite Superman theme and Walker, my favorite Batman. She's a fantastic. Composer. But I don't know if I saw any of these movies first. I remember definitely seeing like Batman and Robin on TV. I, I remember that. Like, mm-hmm. I was I was confused. I'm, I think by the campiness and stuff like that, because I always thought Batman was much more darker. I, I remember the first time I saw <laughs> Batman symbol, my older, my younger, well, she's older than me, but she's the younger sister of my two sisters. She's like 11 years older and she was in high school and I was starting elementary school. And one of her friends, she had a black t-shirt with the golden Batman logo on it, which I think is yeah, one of the yeah. Tim Burton movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's that? And I was like, that's Batman. And then I maybe saw some pictures. I was like, oh, this is some dark spooky shit. That's all I knew. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> and that's it. That's what that's it, it is. Spooky uh, I think for for me, Batman has been around for a long time because, like, as a kid, you see Batman um, toys, Batman products, ah, and yes, stuff. The American and then, Boy, the, and then yeah, the movies show up and and you watch those. I think Batman Returns was the first one, so I was pretty scarred by that. And Batman <laughs> oh Returns yeah, that's the, the was this was the, the spooky penguin one, one, right? Was the the penguin yeah, one, yeah. 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 And uh, Batman Forever came out was really nostalgic because I do remember this is going to sound funny, but I do remember all the McDonald's toys that came out for like they had McDonald's um, those clear glass mugs of Batman Forever stuff. Do you remember this at all? Uh, no, no. It came out in nineteen ninety five. So, so for me, it was uh, just I've very nostalgic. The, post, the logo, you know. the insignia. The, the logo of the bat symbol and the big Riddler question mark for me is just still nostalgic. And I still remember the toys and how like just nostalgic it Wait, felt. Wait, you just knew about the toys or did you actually see the movie when it came out? I don't out? think I've seen the okay. film. I don't think I've seen the film. So wait, wait one second. I want to say that for me growing up was always Batman and Robin was like the new deluxe good movie. Yeah. Right. And Same Batman with me. Forever was like this weird, vague, you know, abstract art film that was bad and like is like a you know wait wait wait. batman robin was a staple and then forever was yeah weird and then you didn't know about the tim burton ones not really growing up yeah not really no okay i think i think i have but i didn't know how to categorize them because i was small i was like six seven and when batman robin came out i thought the newest the best so (laughs) i shared that as well yeah (laughs) what was your favorite part about batman and robin batman robin well, yeah. Oh, no. Did you say that was uh, the, the best? The newest, the best? That was the best back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I just blindly believed whatever they said was the newest and the best is the best. So George Clooney clearly is the better yeah. Batman. I still is. blindly bought the transparent Game Boy because of the Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the newest, the best. That's right. I did do that because I thought, hey, they're advertising it to be, to be the best. I can't believe. Yeah, I love it. I, love, I, I, I am like that. We talked about on multiple podcasts, but I, I know. Get the way the you the believed Phil, advertisement is amazing. Key, Phil was the, the, the prototypical, like Chill. that's what they wanted for every child in the world, like to be like yeah. Phil. We put out a commercial, we sell yeah. a product, we, we tell us, tell you why, and you go and buy it. The next step is I'm at the I store. Just, I can just imagine you sitting down your mom. My mother, look, they say it on TV. I must have it. <laughs> You know, I, I wouldn't be it's surprised if that was yeah. true. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, Batman Sorry. Forever came out in 1995. Um, after the Tim Burton films, Schumacher was hired to do this and he made everything. Shoemaker. Shoemaker. Joel Shoemaker was... Uh, well, why was why was why, Shoemaker hired for this? Why? Well, Burton was done why, yeah, or why? was it like, oh, no more Burton, oh, Schumacher okay, now well, come. here's... So it's a good... That's a good... Uh, a good question here. Um, so... 
after Batman Returns, there was a big problem because lots of families were <laughs> upset about the film because this was because the marketing came before the film. And I don't know, Tim, if you know, hmm. but Tim Burton didn't want to do another Batman unless he had full creative control. Gotcha. Okay. After the first Batman. Yeah. So they said, yes, okay, you're allowed, you do your Batman movie because we want another Batman because it made so much. The first one was such a success. And so this would be do the next one. one of the first or maybe the first, like a little bit more serious, darker comic book movies that were released? Yeah. Tim Burton... Uh, yes. Was able to do his movie, no, Column uh, you know, no well. interventions of the studio. He made mm-hmm. his movie. He made his Tim Burton Dark Knight. I mean, and it was great. Tim Burton Batman Returns. Awesome. I love that and movie. Lots of people liked it. Did you? Do you like it too? Yeah, I love it. Batman it's like, Returns, Catwoman, yeah. Penguin. Very quirky, very strange. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. bizarre. And, I love it. Uh, Christopher Walken <gasps> and yeah. classic Tim Burton. Christopher Walken. Mm. Gotta have. Yep, he's in there. He's in there. And um, the. Th- problem was that the marketing was going at the same time as the production was going and they had to make a they're making a big marketing blitz for the film mm-hmm. they had toys they had a mcdonald's happy meal tie-in they had for a, this. what was what was like a penguin just dripping blood as ketchup it, well that's the funny thing i actually remember this there i don't not, a, not that i remember it but i did have the toys of the happy meals that's hilarious like mobiles right like like a Catwoman mobile? Yeah, they had like a, like Batmobile cat, Catwoman has her own mobile. The Penguin has his own like car and stuff like that. There was commercials yeah, yeah, yeah. for toys. It was all very child friendly, except for the film, obviously. Yeah. And then lots of parents were upset. So this whole upheaval, uh, also the fact that the movie didn't make as much as the first Batman made the studio a little bit nervous about Tim Burton wanting to do another one. And so they had a few meetings. This is what Tim Burton actually okay. said. He said, we had a few meetings about um, what to do next for the next uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. And while he was there uh, in the meeting that the studios, the, 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 the suits, the executives were kind of like going, do you want to direct another one? Do, do you, okay. you know, like maybe, you know, and he's like, no, no, well, and he's like, and then after a while he just said, you, you don't want me to make another Batman movie, do you? And everyone was going, no, 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 no. And he said, yeah, I, from then I knew, I knew that yeah. they didn't want me to make but another how does one. that tie in with him, with the, with the canceled uh, Superman movie? Was that going on at the same time? Or was that later? That's later. Oh, so they brought him in, like the guy who ruined Happy Meals, like, come, come back to Superman. Weird, right? Same studio. Yeah, strange. It has to be different. Maybe, yeah, maybe but, because um, of Shumi. It was like, oh no, this 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 went yeah, this yeah, went yeah. all opposite the other way too much. Bring back so Shumi was was hired. Don't ask me why. I don't know. And we have this one, and this one is bright. It's <laughs> it's very theatrical. Uh, it has a lot of big statues. <laughs> a lot of lot of yeah, like. And it's and it's going back to the '60s TV show, which is funny. But this is this is my question. Like, is what? Because I was I was watching this and not seeing it for a long time. I was so confused. Is why is it the way it is? Like, what was the decision behind Shumi's mind that made him go campy, but not low budget campy, high budget campy, with like super sexualized visuals? Right, <laughs> like I, I, I was just genuinely trying to figure out thoughts, honestly. what's the idea here. Like, if he went like, "Oh, Tim Burton's too serious," let's make it, you know, old school '30s comic book slash '60s, you know, TV shows. It's it's all slapstick and everything. Why is it like, like Nicole Kidman is just like 
And Nicole Kidman. She's just like, ah, oh, Bruce, do me hot. Like, she's just like walking around. <laughs> so, like, this is the whole entire point of her. I don't know what she's doing there. And her hair is like, it's amazing. It's like from those, like the TV show, just like poofed up. And she's just walking around. I, I, everyone, I don't know. Like from the start, like I, I, I remember like everyone makes fun of uh, Batman and Robin because the bat nipples, right? Well, they're bat nipples in this one too. That's what I'm saying from the beginning. It's like, did everyone forget? Like <laughs> you, you are thrust into bat nipples and bat thongs just immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And Robin gets his own bat nipples as well in the end. What is That's it? Right. Is his history like, like stage and like Broadway musicals or something like that? I don't like know. If you, watch the, if you watch other Joel Schumacher movies, they're pretty normal and they look normal. Like he made Phone Booth. Do you remember that movie? I'm gonna. Yes. I gotta look this up because this is this is ridiculous. Phone booth has Chris, not Chris, Collins. Collins. <laughs> I'm call- Colin. Who are, you, who are you calling, Jacob? Wait, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin. Colin Farrell. 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 He's in that movie, and he the whole movie is in a phone booth. Uh, listen, that's why it's called phone booth. <laughs> listen, I think Phil said it well. Was that when we're watching the movie? Uh, he said that basically the film you know, knows the premise. It knows that Robin has to become Robin and so on. And the movie just finds ways to make it happen. Yep. That's, that's basically the movie. Okay, you know? so Schumacher's first screenplay was the musical drama Sparkle. <laughs> well, well what, I think... What more do you want to hear? Things. Here. Um, I, I guess... you know now. It's Sparkle I think, and, for me, I think Joel Schumacher, I think for what it's worth, I think I, I really find it fascinating, the whole gotham how it looks like with all the colors because you know you don't see that you don't see that a lot uh-huh. right in you don't movies. it's like it's like a it's like a weird 90s cartoon it's, I, I it's just bizarre in the way it's i'm just i'm so baffled i want to know what the <laughs> thought process was why he went with this direction and and the dutch angles and there's wind the blowing angles, yeah. everywhere and there's like newspapers always flying places and everything's like super contrasty and every but i do love the green and the blue the, the green, green and the blue. blue everything's high yeah and then like high saturation and there's and everything's like a like a movie tr- design like oh jim carrey has a device on his head it's like you you remember like the uh, back to the future <laughs> the, the thing that um doc brown on his head well yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. a thousand times weirder than that it's just like everything's like mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not sure. Well, I like, think the strangest thing about the movie is that uh, I don't know. Like, for instance, like watching it again for me was, to be honest with you, very uninteresting. It was very interesting. Uninteresting. What do you, what do you guys think? Watching. The watching experience. Um, I was, honestly, like, I was looking forward to watching this again because I haven't seen it for but a good why, number why? of years. I was wondering why. Because I just, the style, the design, and the stupid nature of the whole thing, like, it's just stupid and I... I would like to see something stupid mm-hmm. and fun. You know, it's also fun. I thought it was going to be fun and stupid. And I don't know. Was it and, fun uh, to you, Phil? It's was weird. it fun? For it me, it was not fun. Unfortunately, so. watching this again, I was disappointed. I didn't remember it being this kind of plotting. People, people talk. 
that you don't understand what they're saying. I have no idea what 90% of the dialogue <laughs> in this movie was. People can talk for five minutes and you're like, it's true. What? I was trying to, I was really trying to figure what out what the was hell going did you on. Do? Like there's conversations between Val Kilmer and Nicole Kidman and I have no idea what they're talking about. They're talking about some mm-hmm. voodoo dolls or something like that. And I'm just, true. first of all, they're overdubbed all of, pretty much most of the movie. That's right. They were, right? I knew it. I knew it. And, and and then I'm looking and like, they're saying words, but these words mean nothing to me. <laughs> what is the context? Like the, the, the person who made most sense was Jim Carrey. I understand what he was talking about. I think. The Jim Carrey. The Jim Carrey. The That's Riddler. interesting because he's the, the, he's the craziest guy in this. Because I think. Just I, doing I Jim think Carrey things. Was, Surf's up big oh, kahuna. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wonder what can to say. We, I think not, he mode. Please not go. This isn't going to be two hours, right? No, 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 no. I think. Please. Why Jim Carrey made most sense because I think all of his stuff was ad-libbed and wasn't written because the written things made no goddamn sense. No, they didn't. There's four writers on this. What do you think? I think I think it's zoned out. And then and then Dick was adopted. <laughs> I don't remember how. I don't remember the conversation. Master Dick. I don't remember the conversation, but he was adopted and he was and he was fitnessing around the building. <laughs> he was he was yeah, wandering into the the door. Uh, it was like into the bad cave. Yes. If, if anyone ever yes. plays instead of just walking yeah. and putting yeah. it. By the way, I want I I will recommend anyone who can find it. Kevin Smith's commentaries on all the Batman <gasps> movies are fun to so listen talk about to. I gotta hear so this. Fun. What does he say about this one? Oh, it's hilarious. You should watch it. Oh, just. I watched it, right? I want to watch it again. I, I watched it was parts very of it, funny. I think maybe even the whole thing with you, Phil. I can't remember. Okay, can we? Can I? Can I just really do do a quick synopsis so everybody yes, knows what's sure, going you go on? Ahead, you can go refresh ahead. yourself. I'll do it very fast. So, Batman Forever, uh, the Two Face attacks Gotham City. He's an old uh, district attorney who turned got his face turned into acid dude, one half, dude, and he turns insane. Wait, did, give me a second. No, wait, no, wait, yeah? wait, 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 wait. When when Val Kilmer is looking at at the news when 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 when, uh, Two-Face gets acid on his face and all of a sudden Batman in costume (laughs) on his face jumps out yeah he just jumps out from jumps into the courtroom (laughs) he was there the entire time that was amazing just Batman in the courthouse this is like this is campier (laughs) than Lego Batman for God's sake okay continue Philip I'm sorry and uh that's how the opening goes he tries to do a crime and uh we introduce him. Uh, meanwhile, in the Wayne Enterprises building, there is an up-and-coming um, eager worker whose name is uh, Edward Nigma, who works on, who made a mind control thing that I still don't know why it's what its purpose is. It's VR. Why he, he made VR. <laughs> makes it something like that. And uh, his idol is Bruce Wayne. But when Bruce Wayne shows up to visit, he rejects him. And says, no, I'm not going to mess with people's minds. And he's like, you're supposed to understand. And so he turns into the Riddler after seeing the, um, after seeing um, Two-Face attack uh, a circus with the Anderson Indians. And he then, uh, but in the meantime, there's this crazy lady. Her name is Chase Meridian, who's just super thirsty for Batman for no reason. (laughs) And it's ridiculous. Nice nice use of... It makes you... Millennial slang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Millennial. That's me. I'm hip with the kids. You're hip with the boys. And I'm hip <laughs> with the boys. And she's like, it's so childish. It's so funny to watch. I love it. It's so stupid and awkward. And um, 
and and she talks to Bruce Wayne, talks to Batman. She, I want Batman, but I don't want Batman. I want the Bruce Wayne. I think I love Bruce she Wayne turns instead on of Batman. The bat signal just to get. That's right. That was just ridiculous. to get laid with Batman. And that that's was right. A and super improper use of the bat. So signal. remember that circus I mentioned with that two face. That two face was was attacking. Um, guess what? There were the flying Graysons. There's this family of acrobats, and they got murdered by two face. And who survives? Well, it's Master Dick. That's what and I he, missed. Ah, yes. And he was sad because he couldn't save his family. Guess what? Dick. Bruce Wayne saw that and in the crowd. Remember what Bruce Wayne said? I need that dick. Yes, yes, I know. He goes, he goes, Harvey, I'm Batman. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. And no one hears and him. No, no one. one hears him. And he doesn't repeat himself. He just, no, he just no, he, I think, I think the one. second he said that, he realized that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so um, because of the connection that he has with uh, dead parents, um, he he decides to help Dick. Um, yeah, and the only way to help. Inviting him to his house, the taking him in. Way... Dick doesn't like it. Yeah, but the only way to help Dick and to get Dick <laughs> to come in to the house is to show him his big motorcycles. <laughs> and then true, Dick is like, true. I love motorcycles. And Batman's like, I'll, yeah. I'll be, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a 32 year old looking man, but you can adopt me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so they adopt I'll come Dick to your house. into the house. <laughs> you and your old man. I'll see your big motorcycles. I've been in the circus. Exactly. I know how things go. I'll fix your motorcycle. What do you need, yeah, Bruce? Yeah. And uh, and so he's Dick. rebellious. Sometimes he takes the and he finds out that Bruce Wayne is Batman. And then the entire the entire half of the next half of the movie is just uh, basically uh, the bad guys won very soon. When he in one day they turn um, the Enigma, you know, his brainwave device into a conglomerate. Remember that? Like, it's just like you know, the next there's, day. There's, there's a montage of of them like taking over the world because the VR Enigma thing is is amazing, yeah. right? And they're like, oh, we have we have one in every house. Guess what? In the end, Two Face like, ah, oh, fuck that shit. I'll just shoot some people. <laughs> yeah, it just leads to nowhere. There's nothing. Nothing. It leads to nothing. That's what I'm saying. They already win by like the middle of the movie, and like they're already the the big company or whatever they are. They've yeah. succeeded, and. The rest of the movie is just Bruce Wayne going, I'm not Batman. Oh, no, wait, I am Batman. <laughs> and then, you're not my partner. You're never going to be my partner, Robin. You can't I mean, have he's not the bat Robin. nipples. And, and, and Robin. You can't have the bat nipples. Robin slash dick. All he wants to do is uh, kill Harvey. The entire sure. film, he never gives it up. He's never like, you know, Batman, I've been hanging out with you. Maybe I shouldn't kill people. Maybe I should stop this. He but just tell like, me, hasn't he been hanging out with him at all? Batman's he like, has. stay here, read books with Alfred. Uh, I know. Yeah, that's true. Let true. me do my bad business. But I'm an acrobat. It's in my blood. Yeah, and then he steals yeah. like Batman's car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the synopsis, right? Right, right, guys. And pretty much, yeah, he's, he, that's, it. it's just it's just Robin going. You're my part. We need to be partners. We need to be partners. And Batman's like, no, no, no. And then one time he talks to <laughs> Batman's like, he no, talks Nicole to Kidman, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes Nicole to Nicole Kidman. Kidman's house, and he's like, I'm Batman. Here I am. I'm in. I'm in full <laughs> regalia. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've got and then she's some Batman booty call. Yeah, like, seriously. This no. is the Dark Knight, everybody. <laughs> and she's like, and she goes, Do you mind if I keep the mask? <laughs> <laughs> And, she, and she's like, no, I actually, I like another man. And, he, and, just and after, then he gives the bat smile. The bat, the bat smile. smile. I want to say, this is one thing I remember 
100% from the, the Kevin yeah. Smith commentary was I think there's no other like movie with Batman where you have Batman smiling in the suit <laughs> like an ba- idiot Batman no movie so in, in the animated bad. series he smiles a lot it's like <laughs> yeah but know? he does it in in character and like because because just because the animated is just one line that slightly mm-hmm. curves you know it looks good but when Val Kilmer's <laughs> puffy cheeks I am Batman. I am like, happy. She likes the Bruce Wayne. Mm, and really I can't w- take credit. I can't take credit for this joke, but um, because it's in the commentary with Kevin Smith. But every newspaper in Gotham has wonderful four by sixes of uh, Batman and beautiful lit, so everybody can look at his chin and go, "Hmm, is this Bruce Wayne? He looks like Bruce Wayne, <laughs> the most famous uh, Gothamite in Gotham." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no way. Tim, are you okay? <laughs> sorry, you just said that as I was drinking my beer and it kind of went the wrong hole. Oh, no. Sorry. <coughs> and basically, the whole last half of the movie is just, I'm not Batman. I am Batman. I'm not your partner. Yes, you are my partner. And then finally they go, we're partners. And they go and take down the Riddler who just wants to get mind juice from everybody. He wants to be He wants to be strong. smarter every day. <clears throat> Good yeah, YouTube which, channel. Really? It's called Smart Every Day? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Cool. Justin cool. from Every Smarter Day, he does like scientific stuff and like films mm. like in slow motion, things you haven't seen. It's pretty good. Excellent. And um, well, yeah, then of course, oh, I know him. I Batman know him. takes him down with help of Robin, his new sidekick. With and, help of Robin. And then and then the best thing happens when they confront, uh, when, when, when... <laughs> When but Batman is saved both Chase man. and Robin from uh, the Riddler, who is out of commission because he took him down. Batman. They're, at the end of the film, there's Two-Face holding a gun at Batman, and uh, he's about to shoot him. And then Batman says, hey, you're a man of, uh, you, you, you know, what, what did he say? He said, you're a man of chance. Why don't you flip, the, flip your coin to see if you can do that with the coin that's right oh, that's, that's right that's right you you you're always a great friend and <laughs> this whole movie uh all batman kept telling robin was vengeance is never the answer if you kill him don't kill him you know you should never kill him no and then what is adopt do? him rather than kill him and then what happens after this? He throws the freaking tell, coins in the air. He throws a bunch of other coins. So, so when so, where does, so, where does, so when Two Face throws coins? his coin, when he keeps his <laughs> coins, his whole like every this entire movie, he should be running around here. You could hear. <laughs> he literally, he literally <laughs> kills Two Face, and he was <laughs> the one guy telling Robin the entire film not to do that. Yes, I, I think it's meant to look like he kills him accidentally, but you know. Well, and then retarded. they're like, "Oh, I, I." He should have saved him. Then he should have like captured him and not let him fall. Yeah, he should, yeah, he should he go. So and I kill those people. Anyway, I, I the have movie a pack of coins that I carry every day, <laughs> so I can get my coffee in the middle of the night when I feel tired. Go to the coffee machine and put those goddamn coins in there. Dick, do you see me put the coins in there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my and notes and it's like I've lost my mind. It says here Jugasm, The Riddle Mr. E, Why the Ass Shot, a lot of exclamation points. Fine movie. Oh yeah, trailer. Mr. E. Joy Joygasm. Fine form from nineteen ninety seven. Oh yeah, I wanted to see I really want to see if like in nine ninety seven because wait, no, this came out in nine ninety five. Yes. Was internet a thing back then? I really wanted to see like whether mm. people think like Batman fans of the comic book or maybe the Batman fans of Tim Burton movie, this comes out and they go to cinema and like, what? I just want to see like internet people raging, but I forgot to do that, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. 
takes a lot of uh, responsibility. Any, any of you listeners, do you know any of like old forums from back in the day that are still online? Would if you love can maybe to hear look it. up some, yeah, like some Batman reactions. I, I really want to see what people thought when it came out. Because now it's like, that yeah, site called, it's Philip, uh, the, the message boards back in the day. Oh, I don't remember that. Remember for Return of the Jedi? Oh man, I don't, man, I, I would love to know. I just don't know where, where it is. It was, mm. it was something, but it was like, these are message boards from before there was like the World Wide Web. This was back in 1983. Mm. You could hear people writing different so, things. So here's some, here's some, some crazy man notes here. Um, why does Gotham have Statue of Liberty? <laughs> it's a big question. I th- that made me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, CGI helicopters. I don't know what that meant. Oh, here's a great one. Concrete breaking grappling hook is what was amazing, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The grappling hook. <laughs> um, uh, it can do anything. Chicks uh, dig the car, I guess. that was that's a, that's a big one. The Harvey Dent news real, oh yeah, at the court. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like, it didn't like maybe attitude is 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 everything you need in a movie. Maybe if I was like drunk and like, oh, let's have a good time and we'll laugh at this movie. But it was I just, kind of insisted to watch the movie with Jake, so we just watched it together. And and I I, I watched it by myself and I just sat there. And I'm like, yeah, sorry about that. What what's what why why this movie? Why honestly we? tell me, honest, me. honestly, I I. I thought it would be fun because um, yeah. I, I mean, it's a good attempt. You know? I, I mean, I, I watched it. <laughs> I watched it, you know, a couple of years ago. I liked it. I, I enjoy watching it from time to time with commentaries, mostly like there's a lot of people who make commentaries from this stuff and I liked well, what, it. So I was thought it I could put it back. Was it meant to be serious? Was it, was it, was it meant to be serious, but it, it ended up being schlock because I'm wondering if you wanted to make it camp, make it more camp, make it, make it super camp, make it deliberately just, or was this deliberate, but it was like, you know, with studio, it's kind of half there. Could be, could be. Or was it like, maybe he didn't want to go all the way there. It's just, I, think I mean, they did or want, hither or to the, there were know. attempts of, of trying to give it some kind of, some kind of gravity with, you know, what uh, I think you know the flashbacks was. with his parents being Those dead. flashbacks, like they're the only part of the movie that doesn't look like bonkers. Like it was like from yeah, a different yeah. movie, like that rain and just the There's lighting. another connection. What? With the goldfinch. <laughs> What's the connection? The bird? Different, different stories. I guess. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. I see what you no, mean. No, but I want to say, don't you guys think that um, it was uh, supposed to be like a play, like a theater play? Like it a felt lot like of, a theater A lot of the play. sets are very in that vein, right? Don't you guys think? Yeah, yeah. They're very like, they're very steady. I mean, mm-hmm. like, he, but, like, like I don't know if there's any point of going into an actual criticism but i guess it, it came across my mind that you have two villains you know you have jim carrey and Tommy lee jones and they're both hamming it up i think it they're hamming it up ultra but they're both like <laughs> plus ultra crazy characters like you can't have two like you have to one that plays the straight man and one plays the bonkers yeah one. They're i don't both know why this is off so... their rocker they're both like super like high, <laughs> Just uh, highly laughing, energetic like laughing. little children Hugging each other and giggling. <laughs> it was so bizarre to watch. It's like, wh- why isn't like Harvey Dent super serious? And then you have the Riddler and you get annoyed. Like you have some kind of character. And just like, how did these two get anything done? I'm I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I know. Just curious how did they Drew work? Barrymore's in it for some strange reason. Oh yeah, they're like these, like these women, more sexual women. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Wait, I don't know, guys. I, I just, was for me, Riddler's? like. Like watching the movie. No, no, no. She like, was 
it didn't matter really, but at the beginning it was like, remember how it was like split in the middle? Like the, his house, <laughs> like the two-faced house is just oh, one yeah, side yeah. is normal and, you know, and nice. And the other side is, you know, for when me, I was a kid, I thought that was so cool. For me, the thing that's like super annoying is that like movies like this, they just don't have any continuity in the sense that like you're watching the film and it's just a sequence of scenes. And like you said, Tim, like just the tech, the text, what they wrote in the script is nonsense. You know, like it's just like, they're <laughs> just, just saying stuff, goop. right? Oh, yeah. It's just gobbledygook. <laughs> and it's, you're watching and it's like, what, what am I watching? And why? Like, why am I watching this? That's true. And I, I hate mean, that you gotta do this. We gotta do this for the actors, podcast. You know, like, like, uh, uh, Jim Carrey, you know, and these A-list He's, actors, and it's like all they're doing is just regurgitating this just garbage. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but it really feels like that when you're watching the film. Yeah. You're just like, what are these sequences? And then the movie's so long, and it's like, I mean, come on. we watched <laughs> the, the action Goldfinch. sequence in the end where like climbing some weird tower or something. I don't know. What was happening? I don't know. I just, I'm sorry I because, like, we you know we watched the Goldfinch, and that was a long <laughs> film, right? But but we were invested, yeah. and we were trying to yeah. be interested in the characters. But this is just like just this is tomfoolery. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I just do you think, honestly do you think annoys me. Shumi hates Batman. He's like, ha, no, I will. No, I think I he was trying to up. do some kind of a theatrical flamboyant piece you know some kind of honestly movie. honestly um i don't know how many behind the scenes documentaries you've watched on this but the I've none absolutely oh none. the blu-ray the blu-ray and like the dvds they had they have mm-hmm. really nice in-depth documentaries and there's a lot of people talking about their experiences mm-hmm. and schumacher to me felt like he was sincere and he wanted to make a movie that was different from tim burton's but still was family friendly so you know anybody can watch it right but so it was- she was like, oh, people are going to love this more than Tim Burton because this is like fun. Yes. And also he doesn't deny that he didn't really mind when the studio told what to do mm-hmm. as well. Okay. So it was like, lots of money. Let's just have some fun. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. It does make sense. And he also, he also apologized for Batman and Robin. <laughs> well, you he should said, apologize for this too. Yes, this is, yeah, I this agree. is no I agree. excuse. <laughs> exactly, I agree. At least that one has Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know? Oh, that's right. What no, cute no, the no, dinosaurs. But at least that movie the Ice Age. is the whole movie is you can watch it and have a good laugh. You really can. Batman and Robin, from what I remember, a lot of silliness in that film. Yeah. This movie is silly, but at the same time, it's <laughs> not sorry, enough. It's just boring. Stuff, parts yeah. of the movie are boring. Is 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 Nicole Kidman's character related in any way to um to 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 Commissioner Gordon? No, no. Why? He, by the way, he's an old ham in this, just like an old yeah, ham. yeah, <laughs> useless old ham. But like ham. So so she like she went to the roof of the police house and turned on the bat signal. Mm-hmm. Crazy because she wanted some Batman booty. Batman yep. booty. Yep. The bat booty. You saw some bat booty. We saw some bat booty when he was at the beginning. Yeah, we did. Putting on his did. and remember, like it was like pretty. Like the bat movie looked cool. I thought that was a nice one. Really nice. I don't know. The the stupid spoilers were wiggling because they were made out of cheap plastic. And That's the right. Time. They were. They, they were. were, they were. Just like <laughs> blum, 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 blum. come on. Um, but it's like like the movie and the music. I love the music. Um, it's by Elliot Goldenthal and the music. Actually, um, I want to say the music is great. I have to agree. I, I do. Like I don't remember music. it. I would have to probably listen to it. Again. Maybe because it's a little more nostalgic, but I think it's a really good, really good score. I guess because I'm like I really like the Tim Burton one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I guess but the it's Nolan funny, like well. 
Sure, sure. But this one is um, the composer. He's a he's a classically trained New Yorker composer, but he does actual. He actually he does actual symphonies. You know what I mean? Like he does he does actual stuff like that. Sometimes he does movies, and for this one, he put all kinds of crazy like instruments and stuff like that. And his idea for this, I love this. His idea was. Uh, trying to imitate what kids would do when they were playing with action figures. Like they would make their own music, you know? Okay. And so he tried to make the theme sound like that. Like, I like that. That's a really interesting. It's a good um, analogy. I, that's um, crazy that there's such a, such a difference between this was the last one before Christopher Nolan comes back. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's 10 just years. Attitude. It's 10 years, pretty much. And and it's it, and it's not something, you know, like Batman has gone, in the comic book universe at least, has, has gone through, you know, revisions. Like in the 80s, you know, when when all, all the dark Batman Frank comics Miller. came out. Yeah, yeah, Frank Miller and like uh, Killing Joke and all, all, all the other, you know, whatever. Like Batman went through its own changes, but it's funny in, in, in the movies that... Yeah, from Tim Burton spooky horror stuff mm-hmm. to this campiness, and then you know Christopher Nolan's like realistic whatever Batman thing. It's pretty crazy. It's just such, such an opposite. Yeah, and then we have Ben Affleck and Zack people. Snyder. Also, can it's, you guys believe that this movie begins opens with a joke? Yeah, that's and what I was gonna say. The music's the operatic. Is, it looks dark, and there's Alfred. He's back, played by Michael Go. What is how do you, how do you say how how would you pronounce that? It's Goff, right? Michael Goff. Goof. You, Anyway, yeah, and there he is. He's <laughs> Batman is there. He's standing there. And the music's like da 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 da. And what is what happens? And then Alfred I remember, goes, "Shall you take the sandwich?" And oh. Batman goes, "I'll get drive through." Mm. That's the opening. And the second worst joke <laughs> in the movie is where Robin goes, "Holy metal, Batman!" Yeah, holy rusted metal, Batman. And you're like, oh, they're referencing the old show. And he's like, no, it's metal and it's holy. There's holes in it. Wow. I know, right? Oh. And, then, exactly, and, then, and then Batman just exactly goes, oh. oh. <laughs> Batman, he goes, oh. Ah, Good oh. one, Dick. But do you see, do you see, do you see what I'm talking I about? I see, I see. <laughs> and, and if you wanted to know, just one more little fact about the behind oh. the scenes. Um yeah. Joel Schumacher said that Val Kilmer was pretty childish and impossible to work with. Yeah, that's what I wonder, you like, say about Val Kilmer. Really, Val Kilmer? No way. Yeah, I think you should you should read about. Um, do you know the the movie, The Island of Doctor Monroe? I think that's what they called yeah, it. Yeah, uh, The Island of Doctor no. Monroe. Yeah, yeah, and they did a movie in the nineties. <laughs> And you have the combination of two most impossible actors. You have Al Kilmer oh, no. on one side, and then you have, uh, what's his face? Uh, Marlon Brando on the other side. Marlon Brando. Really? <laughs> Old Marlon Brando, who's like, who was impossible. Yeah, and then he's Val terrible. Kilmer. And they both hated the director, and they sabotaged the movie, and the director almost lost his goddamn mind doing that movie. So that <laughs> movie is really time? freaky. It's like The a, Island it's, of Dr. Moreau. It's like a book. It's like about scientists making freaky things on. It's an like island, it's like right? a dude who's who. I don't know if he's sent there or he ends up in an island where like this weird doctor is like combining animal DNA with people, and he's got these like animal people running around, and like his <laughs> his like assistant is is Val Kilmer, and um and I don't know. I watched that movie like on TV a long time ago. I was really confused by it. 
but I remember reading about the whole experience. It's like, I think like Marlon Brando would have an earpiece and they would have to tell him lines and he would repeat them. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. For like, Superman, the, yeah, for Superman the movie, I heard that they said that Marlon Brando doesn't he doesn't memorize his lines, and so he they had people with papers, yeah. cue cards to. I don't know. I don't like that very much. I think that's well. Speaking of Kevin Smith commentary of of this movie in this new Kevin Smith movie, Jay and Silent Bob reboot, Val Kilmer plays a. Oh no way! He He's plays. He, so so in. Do you guys ever watch Jane's uh, Silent Bob Strike no, Back? No, didn't watch any no. of those. It's basically like in the old, like they're like the two characters that are in all his like little universe movies, right? You know, Jane and Silent Bob, and I think. They in one of the movies they write a comic about them, and then in that movie they're like annoyed because they make a movie about the comic, right? Because this is our two thousands where like all the like Spider Man and X Men movies are coming up, so they they make a movie out of the comics and they're pissed off because they didn't get any royalties or money because it's based on them. So they go into Hollywood and try to get the money back, right? Like like this is a story. Oh, that's the movie. Okay, and the new one is like a they made a reboot of the movie. So I guess oh. I don't know. I don't know what that is. And in the reboot movie, because and the comic book characters is Blunt Man and Chronic. I think it's like a weed thing. Of course and, it is. And then the Batman looking one is played by Val Kilmer, but it's like, huh. Chung, but it's Chung as Val Kilmer. But well, the, maybe maybe Val Kilmer had a reformation on his attitude because not only was he. Difficult to work with. Apparently, Tommy Lee Jones was also hard to work with in this film. Tommy I guess he Jones, didn't want to do he this. He looks like he's having a blast. I know, but apparently he just did it. He said he did it because of his kids, but also... Really? <laughs> and apparently Kay, Jim Carrey mentioned not too long ago that uh, Tommy Lee Jones was just hated him and just, huh. just did, not like, did not like Jim Carrey. And apparently t- Tommy Lee Jones told him, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. It makes sense. The, honestly, there's 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 a bizarre tension between two of them in the movie that yeah, <laughs> it all it makes sense now. Yeah. So there you go. That's Batman and Robin. It is. It is truly as Batman in a Robin. city of justice. Well, no, no, city it's Batman Forever. <laughs> oh, sorry. Whoops. I mean, Robin's in this movie. It's hard to remember. I mean, this. Batman he gets and Robin are in. The also, film. what about the just real quick? What about what do you think of the riddles, Tim? You were mentioning something like. How did they? How did Alfred and 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 Bruce oh, actually decipher that riddle? Remember that the deciphering of the riddle in the end when they figure it's like, out. Let's just let's just put some riddling in there because the Riddler is supposed to be that kind of character. So like the riddles, riddles are fine. You know, they're like classic riddles. But then how they combine all the riddles and figure out where Joker yeah, is? Mystery. Impossible. You mean the Mr. Riddler, not e. the Joker? Yeah, whatever. E. Did I say Joker? Enigma. No, you know the yeah. Mister E. Edward Enigma. That was. That was, that well, can you that guys just answer me this? Uh, <laughs> Riddle me this. Did you guys notice that Edward Batman? is a totally different character before he becomes the Riddler? Batman, you say? Totally different. He's like a dork dude, right? Yeah. And he's like, but he's you obsessed know, with like the like the Riddler. He has like a collection of Riddly things there. You know, honestly, the tie was both... so loose. If if you look at the comic and well maybe not the comic but I don't know I didn't read any of Batman comics but if you look at the Batman animated series, Joker is always the one who is elaborate. Riddler. No, I'm talking about the Joker. The Joker okay. is the one who always has these elaborate traps and elaborate sets, and it's always theatrical and it's just to prove a point, but doesn't actually want to harm 
Batman, right? But it's like, it's always like this whole bananas crazy thing. But to me, <laughs> in this movie, both of these characters who I think would have a different characteristic and different approach to catching Batman are doing the Joker thing. They're all like, <gasps> yeah, they're just sets. giggling and laughing. Giggling and laughing. Like, like they both feel like two Jokers that are not Joker. Like, well, why, why even <laughs> yeah. have these two buffoons here? That's like, why you keep calling him the Joker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I'm confused. Like, why, why, why have Two Face when he's going like, ha ha, he he, poo poo, you know, poo poo, yeah, ah well, ah whatever. There you go. There it is. That's there that's is. Batman. I oh, recommend so wait, wait, you wait, finding wait, wait, wait. Kevin Smith's commentary. If you're friends with Shumi, can can you ask him why he did it? Why you did? It? Why you kill those people? And also, just why did you kill those people? This movie took ages to finish with the climax <laughs> and stuff and then it just uh, pfft, ends in two yeah, seconds yeah it just ends ends in two seconds yeah that's true it's just like a he's like i found down. my new love you yeah yeah yeah. i found you're pretty good at val kilmer Jim. do it again oh thanks i found my new love <laughs> you <clears throat> yeah then he's like Kiss i'm no me. i'm i'm both bruce wayne and batman i didn't even know there was like um a, bratman <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm brad pitt <laughs> And now I have a dick, Bruce Dick. What's his, what's his name? <laughs> Grayson. 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 Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson in my house, who He's acrobatically. Like, I have <laughs> a butt. I'm butt man. But, yeah, you know, it's honestly, I'm sorry, Phil, but I just, I just yeah, it, didn't it was really a good like attempt. I, I didn't like it. Okay. okay. But that was, that was suffering. That was true. Yeah, I agree. I, it really was hard. It was hard. Well, on the you good know. side, don't have to, we'll never watch it again. Let's like, do this podcast. No, yeah. good. I mean, Never. I still have Batman and Robin, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch like some Adam West Batman. Yes, I haven't seen any of that stuff. Well, Batman the movie is not bad. It's funny. Adam the, West, the, actual, 70s? the Adam West Batman the movie. Does he, have, like does he have his eyebrows on his mask? Yep, sure yeah. he does. Good and the ending eyebrows. is hilarious. Phil, is, the that the is, one, hilarious. is that the one where they climb up buildings with the rope? Yes, I yes, yeah, yeah, the together. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, anyway, well, I just wanted to say that the uh, the stupidest moment. I remember this was before we watched it the last time. Absolute stupid, stupidest moment moment in the movie was he's like, Alfred, shall we go by land or by air? <laughs> and he has to show. He has point. to show. What, which <laughs> shall we choose? The boat turns on. And then but it's like that's by like, sea or by air. How about both? But 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 the bat bat plane. Um, it's like a prototype or something like that. It looks pretty cool. It's hanging by its feet. You know, it's like a bat. He flies it and then they immediately shoot it down. Well, yeah, and not only that, but Robin's boat also gets it's shot exploded. down. <laughs> Whatever. Nothing honestly. good happens. But then remember that one part where he had it's to like turn his entire body? Dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he had to, you remember he's on the, in the bat wing and then he goes through the, the bat signal on Gordon, the wet blanket, the wet that <laughs> the, the ham. Is <laughs> the ham, the old ham. And he just goes, yay. And then, oh, yeah, like and then the, there's a, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Batman turns around. He can't turn his head, so he turns his entire torso <laughs> and then put his thumbs up. It's <laughs> <laughs> many gifts were made that day. Many, many gifts, probably. God, I, I want to see the bat smile again. The bat smile, dude. It's like, yeah, it's so, like she chose wisely. What? What? <laughs> so that yeah. is the story. That is the movie. 
That is Batman forever. What did we learn? Amazing. Yeah, what did we learn? Seriously. This comparison. We, learned, we learned that Philip will never host again. No, no, no. No, it's, it's okay. okay. You can host again. <laughs> what, what did we learn from it's these? Like, connections. What's well, the connection is absolutely bonkers, Philip. I must, I must say, I don't think we can learn because I don't, I don't think... <laughs> Well, we didn't learn anything from adoption from the second movie, I think. From the first one, we kind of... It was only a little bit of the story, I guess. Adoption is good because he made a friend who died then later and made him marry his sister. I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, bad That's things good. come what good. A, bad things come good. Robin gets nipple suit. <laughs> I guess... What, what can we learn from Nicole Kidman? I guess she's the... Nicole Kidman the didn't age much, I guess... Yes. Nicole Kidman can be hot but also menacing. I don't know. Probably. She had plastic surgery. Um, what, what are we? I think, I think she did, didn't she? I think so. I think so. I think so. I think so. Um, I learned that a bat is not a flying rodent. Hmm. Mm. Bats aren't rodents. I also yeah. learned that Batman too. falls for traps. Twice in this film. <laughs> Number one was oh, yeah, the yeah, acid yeah. Um, vault, which oh, yeah, he just, yeah, with just the guy. jumps in. It's the guy's a trap, and he's like, oh, no. oh man, I didn't realize. And Wait, then the second but, part was uh, what he takes, he goes to see Edward Enigma's machine. He's like, I'm looking how to turn this off. And she's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> when he, oh, like, when he takes out a little tube of power. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he looks at it, and then they're like, we know who you are. He's like, oh, I know. No. Like when when that when that moment happened, I was, I was getting, I was get, I was losing so much interest. I remember that. Yeah. He walks behind the time. cardboard set and looks at a TV. <laughs> it was bad. And you know what? Speaking of which, uh, the budget for this film, could you guess? Uh, sixty-seven, thirty-five, a hundred million. What? So Where did go? The, to Val and Kilmer the, and yeah, yeah, the budget for Goldfinch, if let me remind you, is $45 million. Yeah. And so the box office for the Goldfinch was 3.8. Could change, oh, but oh, maybe oh, not oh, by oh. much. Let me, let me guess. Let me guess. For Batman and Batman Forever, the box office was probably... 200 mil. Yeah, probably three, 300. You're right, Jacob. 336. <gasps> Jacob, nice. That's, that's domestic, right? I, th- I think it's worldwide. I don't know. Oh, Globy? I guess Globy. Uh, Globy. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hobie and Globy. I, I, I guess I'm used to like Marvel numbers, which is like comic book movie. Billion. Well, yeah, but that was back in the day, my friend. Oh, that today, yeah, billion. Today, is, but is back the then it was good. Three hundred mil. It's pretty good. Yeah. Good. Good. In nine ninety five, minus probably like zillions now. In a okay, so such uh, a yeah, class. it's worldwide. I worldwide. have some things to share with you guys. <clears throat> if we're done with Batman things. forever. Yeah, we're done. We're done with that nonsense. So number one, uh, we need to give a shout <laughs> out sense. to a very loyal listener, Tim from New Zealand. Yeah, I would love Tim. to give a shout out to Tim. Tim has Tim been is awesome. Our boy. Honestly, Tim has listened Tim's to so boy. much of our stuff on the from our old podcast. I don't know if Tim, if you listen to Matrix Minute, I'm not sure. Did he listen to Matrix Minute? I don't you remember. Can tell us. You can yeah, tell, yeah, tell us. us, please. Tell us if you have listened to it. But he's been a really loyal listener and an awesome guy. And I wanted to just give him a shout out. I think it's been a long time coming uh, yeah. in not giving me a shout out. And so I just want to say. That's right. I agree. He always agree. listens. He always comments. And he always has like, you know, little links and things we, totally, we, we might be interested in. So. And it's so Tim. awesome. So Tim, we salute you. Yeah. All three of us. And we wanted to say thank you for listening for so long. It's it's very it's very awesome of you. I know. Tim, Everyone else is a moron. Books. Exactly, man. Exactly, man. And uh, exactly. hopefully, you know, if we ever come to New Zealand, 
Maybe we can hang out. That'd be awesome. You can show yeah, us, show us around. Cool. Yes, exactly. So please, that'd be killer. Uh, the second thing I wanted to say was that we have um, some correspondence uh, from a <gasps> oh, other friend of the show. Uh, correspondence. Frank Ireland. Frank! An old and also loyal listener on the show. Yeah, what, what, what did Frank say? Well, he wrote some stuff on Twitter. <gasps> so Frank, Frank wrote on Twitter. He wrote, when was this? Uh, September 12th was today. September 19th. So fresh, fresh on the tweet. Fresh off the press. Frank wrote, Finally checking out the two-fold podcast. I still wonder what the film masterpiece is. I think he was listening to the Hollywood <laughs> episode, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Oh, man. And me and Phil wrote a little bit here, nothing much. Uh, Frank quoted some stuff from the um, from the podcast. Frank Ireland, that's Frank Ireland Chief Brody Rules. That's right. That's Chief Frank Ireland that I realized Rules. after, like, months that he's the man who, who made... Winter Soldier. <laughs> Winter Soldier. Yeah, 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 that yeah, film yeah. was actually the narration of it. I've seen... Well, I was. That was hilarious. I got a job from that. So Frank wrote awesome. a quote from our podcast, and he wrote, Let me talk, guys. Can I talk? Okay, Phil, tell us. Phil, tell us. What about Tarantino? Mood changes. I never liked him. Even as a kid watching Spider-Man, he was too popular. All he said was F-words. And then Frank wrote at the end, he wrote, this is now not quotes, he said, I think Phil is afraid slash worried of overhyping or overliking a movie before it has a lasting impact. I don't know if it happened to him as a kid or maybe he sees how most movies don't stay popular past the first year. That would be my guess. That's why no movie is a masterpiece. So Phil, since you're the host, we would love to ask you the exact same question. Is that's it true? A, is it that's true? A really, that's a really well thought out answer, though. Because Frank's doing like psychological analysis mm-hmm. of Phil. Exactly. He is. He is. Psychoanalysis. Um, it's not uncommon when I'm talking to Jake and Tim. Um, <laughs> we try to analyze you as well. So uh, <laughs> That's what I meant. Um, I think that might play a, play a, a role, but I don't think it's externally that way. I just feel like you know like i think there's some people who feel like the ceiling can never be reached by anything and there's nothing that's perfect so it's always you know it's always kind of like ebb and flow uh, something is something is good something is not so good sometimes i watch no, it no, again sometimes true. i it's watch it again and, and it's not no no but that's not what we're asking like it's not you, yeah what we're asking do you have do you feel like you have like on this earth, on this planet earth. <laughs> on this earth. I'm on serious. This earth, like you, you, you have a version of something that is popular by others that you might enjoy, but it, it affects you in a negative way that you are like, oh, just because everyone loves it so much, like, I, I can't love it that much. I don't know. Maybe I'm paraphrasing. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. No, no, Tim, there's um, a lot of those movies for Phil, though, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, is, is that, do you think that's a thing? Because like, I, I, I think that's I'm, what Frank is implying, right? He is. He is. Um... Yeah, I think there are. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's talking about. But I think we, we talked mm. about that. But I think the mo- more interesting question to me was Frank's original question, which was, is there a masterpiece for Phil? Oh, and, you're and, right. You're, you're, yeah, you're, because you're. we talked about the other stuff. And yeah, there's a lot of movies that Phil you know, doesn't, can't get on, <laughs> get on board with because other people like them. But that's, the masterpiece the thing, because for instance, let's say like me, you know, as a human on earth, experiencing <laughs> life and stuff like that, yeah. 
There's a limited uh, Wow, resource. so you're implying that I don't do that. Well, I don't <laughs> know, because you don't have a masterpiece. You stay in your cave. Well, because... Okay, no, so no, 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 I didn't no. know that a requirement for living life means you have to have a masterpiece. <laughs> no, 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 it's not a requirement. But Thanks. Saying, but no, listen, you don't have to have a masterpiece. I'm just saying that of all the options that you experienced so far in your life... Why can't you pick one that's the closest to what you envision What's your to be golden the best? standard? I don't know. Really? Like, what, what's the movie? Like, 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 like the closest. Like, it doesn't have to be 100%, but just the closest. Like, I'm not telling you you have to have had the answer now. But, I, saying, unfortunately, but are there some things? Unfortunately, there's a lot of films that I would have to list, and they're all even. But no, that's not what I'm asking. Not even. I'm saying. But like, that's how it works with me. That's how I judge it. Like I'm sorry. Personally, like personally, when you watch it, it just connects with you. Yeah. What's what's like the the, the feelings the comfortablest to you? Not like, like just, not it like all the spots. Not like objectively, you're trying yeah, to exactly, market with other movies. Like this is the best of the best, and my mom's got to buy it. I mean, it's yeah. more like a movie that speaks to you on a level that's that's beyond reality. You know, yeah, there's like yeah. it just gets you. Like you can't explain it. It's irrational. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have an answer now for us. I'm just saying, but are there some movies? Maybe something to think about, you know? Maybe. There might be, yeah, there but might, I, just, I think I it's Batman think now. Forever. But it just doesn't <laughs> Shut <want> up. Phil, <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 you know what we're asking, though? Because we're, we're curious. We're not yeah. being mean. We're really being curious because I want to know because this has been the question that I've had all my life, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know, Jacob. I don't know why it's so important to you, but I don't it's, know it's what important. I, because I think, okay, here's, here's, here's what, like, I've been, since the beginning of the podcast, I've been pretty open of, like, mentioning, like, I gush about Sicario every goddamn episode, right? And that's, like, a, like a, like a top-tier movie for me. It's just, you know, or, or, like, The Heat, I love The Heat, or I want, I love Zombieland. Just, just called, or, just Heat, no, the... Just The Heat, sorry, apologies, apologies to the film uh, people. But it's just, <laughs> I, I just never, I never hear you go nuts about a movie, like, you know like that like and you know i used to be like big fan of like spielberg movies back in the day when we were kids and everything but i'm just wondering what what is it still now when you're when you're grown up what is it you strive to meet like because like, you're interested in making movies a hero, as well maybe a hero yeah. you have yeah because let's say i have some personal heroes you know what is what is the masterpiece that you strive to maybe replicate em- emulate or, 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 yeah. yeah emulate yeah I don't know. Okay, you, you think well, no, about no, it. Yeah, you think about it. Like I, we weren't going to put you in a spot, but I just want to say since Frank wrote some stuff, you yeah. put me on the spot. <laughs> well, that's our <laughs> job. Guys. That's our job. <laughs> We're the two psychologists. Like <laughs> armchair psychologists. <laughs> armchair. Armchair <laughs> drunk. But, but, but think about it. Think about it, Phil. This is your homework. So okay, next, I will. Next, that's next my episode, homework. Think yeah. think of some movies and genuinely like don't 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 like. Here's my here's my requirement for you. Don't have well, my requirement listen, is they don't laugh at what I pick. I'm not laughing oh. at, at anything. No. Was gonna Listen, laugh. I'm laughing at no my laughing. jokes. Yes, exactly. I'm laughing at the stupidity of drinking this beer and stuff like that. Listen, I wanted to say that my requirement would be this. I would love just to hear an answer from you that doesn't have the but attached. You know, like this is this, this but, but objectively this, 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 but, but no buts. Just like I yeah. love this. Why? I just love it. It's awesome. I love it. This guy we, we who put made our it, cards on, on the table, it. you know, me and Jay, yeah. we were pretty like, love this, hate this. Want yeah. to see more of that? One of the I'm just like I want to know. I like, know and, and, and the thing is, like, the caveat is like you don't have to love like it 100. percent Of course, no one's gonna be perfect, you know. Like yeah. from filmmakers to musicians to whatever. But someone it can who's, change. Like, the your closest. perception can change as well. Exactly. Like maybe what you love 10 years ago is not what you love right now. But want to yeah, know what totally. you love right now. Do it for right Tim. Now. Yeah. Tim, our or, boy, or if you he want, wants to know. 
and Frank. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Tim from New Zealand and Frankie boy. Yeah, or maybe yeah, like yeah. from five years ago, 10 years ago, maybe you can tell us like when I was 14, I just loved this guy. You know, like he was so awesome and I just wanted to be like him. You have to have some heroes, right? Yeah. I think we all have heroes. So sure. that's your homework, Phil. Goes <laughs> I assume so. We're, we're the worst. Um, all right. So anyway, you're the host. Well, what, what do you want to say? Yeah, you're the host. We took over your. Yeah, we <laughs> took over <laughs> your yeah. episode. <laughs> Stupid armchair psychology. All right. So apparently, I have homework. So we'll find out what I like and who I like. And no, I no, thought no, it was no. clear love, what I like, love, but I love. guess that's the word. What no, I love, like. whom I love, everyone that I love. Who you love. Specific. Who you love. Everyone who I strive to be, to be like. like. Not everyone. Just, just one. Whose lessons yeah. I've learned from. People. It's going to be a big list, but you know. No. Phil, we're looking Phil. for some specifics, not a big list. It's, we want Maybe to know top who three. Phil is I just, right I, just find it, I just find it so funny that you guys can't accept the fact that other people have different ways of figuring out how to well, express. Because, I, no, no, that's not it. Because like, I just realized that. I, I'm not the kind of guy who, gets, who is identified by saying, you know, like, I've always had a hero. His name is Nelson Mandela. <laughs> but no, He's, Philip. But you know you, what I mean? You like, you, it's not Philip and his hero Nelson Mandela. No, but, but it doesn't like, work like that. You love movies. You love making yeah. movies. Movies. There's got to be something that something. inspires you, right? Something inspires you. Because it I think I've lost. Be. I've lost. I've lost. I like. I remember when we were kids. You were always going on about Spielberg and Robert Zemeckis or whatever about these the classic, you know, <laughs> Hollywood movies. And and I could clearly see Lucas. that that's the inspiration. And Lucas, yeah, you could, you would see that. But now. 20 years have gone by. I, 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 I've lost. I've lost my perception. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and, and, and from the podcast, I still and don't I know what I guess I'm not very vocal about it then. No. But that's what we're asking to be, vocal. That's exactly. You can, yes. It can be a hundred people. I don't care who it is. I just want to hear it, my friend. Yes. I just want you to stop being diplomatic and give us the okay. juice. Give us yeah, the no, and, 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 and honestly, for, for me, my requirement would be like, no buts, and also throw out the objectivity. Throw it out the window. Screw I would love it. to, but I just, Screw I it. just feel like... No, why? Did you, are you scared that we're going to laugh at we're you? Are scared? Yeah, a little bit. Well, God damn it, Philip. Phil! <laughs> anyway, Phil. this has been twofold. No, no, no. Welcome. <laughs> Goodbye. It was so, what's that word? Ah, uh, poop. Why can't I remember the word? What's it like? You're going to have to explain it. It's the word on S and it's supposed to give you a motion <laughs> of like, okay. like, why am I blanking here? Boop. Just, just, okay, just we, explain, we need to cut explain. that out. No, 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 okay. explain. No, no, no. We need to cut that out. Okay. Um, Shivers. Shivers. No, it's. Shingles. Um, no, it's it's a, it's a scrupulous. It, uh, music is satisfying, subtle. No. Oh, you mean you mean where the music is uh, non diegetic? No, when the no. when the music is 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 like why why am I can't speak? Can Synchronize help us. Explain. It's it's explain it's, it's explain like, around it's like the word nostalgia feeling. It's like a. Romantic feel, really sentimental. Important. God damn that word to hell. Okay, okay, let's go back. Let's go back. So, 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 yeah. At, at sorry, least from the super second, I have to pee pee really <gasps> bad. Pee pee Jones. Okay, go pee pee. Marker. <laughs>
Yeah, I guess I guess we wait for Mr. PP Man. I'm watching a video of New York. That's good. That's good. I'm just walking around New York at at night, (laughs) at night in the rain. That's pretty spooky. That's why it has to be Batman, but it doesn't really mesh with the one that we're talking about now. A bet, Batman, Batman, Bat Boy. Don't you touch my bed, boy. Are you ready for the Robert Pattinson Batman film? Have you um, heard about it? Uh, I, I know nothing about it except he's in it. So I don't know. <laughs> I have to say, I don't know. I mean, okay. you know, I, I I couldn't see, you know, Ben Affleck as Batman, but he was a pretty good Batman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, I didn't like him as Batman. but Oh, really? Uh, no, I, did, I, I still thought he was a little bit not that great he's got the great chin the batman chin he got he's got the chin for sure i guess yeah you're right he's got the voice as well i mean what more could you want he doesn't have the voice that's the biggest i guess (laughs) yeah like the nolan movies are great and i love christian bale but it's like that's so not batman to me at all (laughs) like there's like there's nothing bruce waney about him he's just like oh Um, oh god okay cool okay uh okay let's go back to this and so 